following is an exclusive presentation of KRKO, AM 1380, and FM 95.3. Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. This is KRKO Everett. This is the best of Snohomish County Prep Basketball on KRKO. Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. Tonight we come to you live from the Tacoma Dome. This is game number 11 of the 2023 WIAA Giza Credit Union Boys Class 3A State Basketball Tournament. It's the Auburn Eagles. It's Arlington Eagles of the Western Conference and the Auburn Trojans from the North Puget Sound League. Snohomish County Western Conference Basketball here on KRKO 1380 AM, FM 95.3 and streaming live at krko.com is sponsored tonight by the Lake Stevens Ace Hardware Store. Last by Lund, Snohomish County PUD, Dave and Busters, Everett Engineering, Marysville Toyota, and by Most Steer Clear from the Washington State Traffic Safety Commission. Hello, everybody. Tom Lafferty along with Joel Boyer here at the Tacoma Dome. And Joel Boyer, as it happens here in basketball at the Tacoma Dome, sometimes the schedules are with you and sometimes the schedules are against you. <laughs> well, this is one that I know it's been back and forth, and it finally got on time, you told me, before this game. And here we are in an overtime game, so we got a little bit off. The first game today, back at 9 o'clock this morning on the boys' court, I happened to be doing public address announcing, went to overtime, and that pushed us more than a half an hour off. So the two courts, two courts here in the Tacoma Dome, were offset by about a half an hour. Then lo and behold, about 5 o'clock, everything, the, the planets realigned and <laughs> synced up. But now we're in overtime here. I said we're in game 11. Well, game 10 is still going on. And it's the Timberline Blazers and the Bellevue Wolverines in the 3A loser out ball game. And right now, Bellevue with a 51 49 lead over Timberline with a missed free throw by Bellevue with 20 seconds to go. And then a steal back by Bellevue and a foul called. Down to 17 seconds to go. Bellevue with a two point lead over Timberline. And this has just been a great ball game. Oh, man. I And un- unfortunately. I had a few prior commitments that kept me from watching the first, uh, well, first four quarters. But this overtime has been fantastic to get to see. So uh, as much as I love being on time and getting our game started, I'll take any time we get put overtime playoff championship state tournament basketball. Free throw missed again by Bellevue. They've been missing free throws. So we're just going to call play by play here of this one. Timberline comes down, trying to go for a lay-in, misses it, no good. Throw back up, no good, down to seven seconds to go. Bellevue has it. couple of, I don't know, Joel Demet, not very good looks there, but they were kind of hucking the ball up at the hoop, hoping something dropped in for Timberline. Yeah, it looked like Timberline kind of had, and they just haven't gotten the looks they've wanted. They've had a couple turnovers in the last couple possessions where you felt like, all right, they have a chance here to go down and run the set and just haven't quite valued the basketball maybe in the last couple possessions I've watched in. Right there, it kind of felt, Tom, like that was a senior who's like, the ball needs to be in my hands, I'm not going to pass. And unfortunately, he was double teamed and didn't really get the look you'd hope to get. First free throw is good. One of the other players out on the floor, behind us, the student from Bellevue started yelling, it's all over, and he gave him the, yeah, hey, knock it off, it's not all over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and Bellevue with a three-point lead now with 5.7 to go. Still okay, a chance. Three-point lead down to four seconds. Timberline brings it down, down to two. They're going to call a foul rather than let him get off a clean three. So that is the good foul there. 
his teammates come up to him and say, hey, good foul. You make the guy score at the free throw line with 1.9 seconds to go. Of course, if that shot that he just put up there went in, oh. you're know, singing a different story. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, Tom. That, to me, that was too late to get that foul. I mean, he was just across half court, and, of course, as soon as, as, soon as he felt that contact, he let that ball fly. First free throw. No, missed it. Would not go for Timberline. Up by three is Bellevue, 1.9 seconds to go. The loser out of this ballgame. Let's run through the uh, scores from earlier today with the teams from Snohomish County. We had 10 teams that made their way down here to the Tacoma Dome. First up this morning, the 4A boys, or only 4A team, boys or girls, with the Mariner Marauders, and they lose it to Gonzaga Prep, 54-43. So the Mariner Marauders are out. Now we have a uh, lane violation. That happened earlier today here as well, a lane violation on a purposely going to miss a free throw. So the lead is three, 1.9 seconds to go. Bellevue will throw it in. Ball's knocked back out of bounds. So Mariners out. Motley Terrace boys at 345 this afternoon. They beat North Thurston final of 58-53. to Recall North Thurston had played four straight loser out ball games, including beating the Everett Seagulls in the regionals last week. Yeah, so, I mean, that, it's, it's incredible for North Thurston to be able yep. to go that and get that far and get to the Dome. And anytime you can finish your season at the Dome, it's it's a huge, huge accolade. So Motlick Terrace will take on number five O'Day tomorrow at 345. Still to come, we've got the Arlington Eagles and the Auburn Trojans. And then the nightcap tonight is the Shortcrest Scots and the Rainier Beach Vikings. 3A girls, Stanwood and Linwood played this morning, so you knew a Western Conference team was going to bow out, and it happened to be the Linwood Royals. Stanwood got them 74-69. So the Stanwood Spartans advance in the tournament. They play number four Mead, 9 a.m. tomorrow morning on the girls' court. It was the Lincoln of Tacoma Abes over the Everett Seagulls. Everett's out, though. Everett loses at 45-43 to Lincoln. That was at 12-15 this afternoon. Here's the... Um, and then Meadowdale gets a win, 62-35 over the Bonnie Lake Panthers. So Meadowdale will take on Arlington tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Arlington, in fact, Joel, you came and said, how did Arlington girls do today? They didn't play today. They got to advance last week. It's been a long day. I actually worked today, unlike, unlike Buddy Patrick. Well, no, Buddy Patrick worked today, too. So, And I was working, too. But the Arlington Eagles girls team they're here they're going to watch the boys team tonight but they don't have to play until tomorrow at two o'clock and they will take on a very familiar foe in the Meadowdale Mavericks so the ball game is over and the Bellevue Wolverines win at 52 49 over Timberline in overtime and so that means our game the warm-up clock will start here at 15 minutes here in just a couple of minutes so our 7 15 game will more than likely get underway at about 7 30 but coming up we'll hear from both head coaches Ryan Hansen of the Auburn Trojans and Nick Brown of the Arlington Eagles. We'll have all that coming up. We're getting set for Auburn and Arlington. We're in the Tacoma Dome. We're right here on KRKO. Working with your own two hands to keep the industries in the Pacific Northwest moving forward. It's possible at Everett Engineering, machining and fabrication services to make new and replacement parts for all industries. Everett Engineering supports the people, keeps the Puget Sound area growing, and now we are growing too. If you've got experience as a manual machinist, CNC programmer, or you're just interested in starting a career, find employment opportunities and benefits at EverettEngineering.com. Equal Opportunity Employer. Again, EverettEngineering.com. 
When you need to get a screwdriver fast for that one weird screw, Ace is the place. When you want to get that luxury riding lawnmower you've been researching for months, Ace is the place. And for everything in between, Ace is the place. Ace Hardware is where convenience meets quality. And when you shop at the Ace Hardware in Lake Stevens, you're shopping at an Eaglestad Ace Hardware, locally owned by Christine Eaglestad. She lives here. Her kids went to school here. She's dedicated to the Lake Stevens community. So the next time you find a weird screw, or when it's time to get that riding mower, stop in to your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware in Lake Stevens. It's the end of high-priced groceries, messy kitchens, and dirty dishes. It's a place where every dinner is a great deal on a great meal. It's Meatloaf Day at the Buzz Inn, named after a famous singer who loved his dinner. $10.99. With nine locations, you won't need to drive far, so get in your car. Take the family to the Buzz Inn Steakhouse and use all that money you save to eat out every night. Locally owned businesses are a big part of our community. If you're a business owner, I'd be proud to protect what you've worked so hard to build here in Snohomish County. I'm Courtney Balza, your local country financial rep. I'll make sure you have the right coverage so you can protect what you have today and build for the future. I'll also give you quick personal support, whether you're filing a claim or asking a simple question. Just Google Courtney Balza, country financial, to get in touch with me today. Commercial insurance policies issued by Country Mutual Insurance Company, Bloomington, Illinois. We're coming down to tip-off. It's the Arlington Eagles and their head coach, Nick Brown, and the Auburn Trojans, their head coach, Ryan Hansen. They're going to be doing battle here in just a couple of minutes. We'll be talking to the coaches as soon as we can wrangle them and get it over here. Not much time between games, 15 minutes, and, boy, they want you to have your book correct, and they don't want to have any discrepancies in a state championship game or a state championship tournament. So that's what's going on here. We'll see if we can hear from the coaches here in just a couple of minutes. The uh, winner will take on Eastside Catholic. That'll happen at 7.15 uh, tomorrow, the winner here. We're going to hear from the uh, the head coach, Ryan Hansen, of the Arlington Eagles. Coach, you made no, it back here. No, Auburn. Auburn. Excuse me. I'm, I'm sorry, of the Auburn <laughs> Trojans. I got the right can, name, though. I can coach both teams. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, coach your team. Give us the elevator speech on your team, defending champions. Yeah, you know, we're excited to be here. We're excited for the opportunity. Um, you know, last year's team was last year's team. Right. This year's team is this year's team. So, you know, we know kind of the road and the, how tough it is to, to do it, but uh, we're excited for the opportunity to be here and fight for it. So what what is the main difference from this year? Uh, well, you know, we didn't have we don't have quite as much experience. We do have some. Um, you know, we had a, a really really tight group last year that grew up playing together since elementary school, and uh, we don't quite have a group like that this year. Um, but we got a group of guys that really want to play hard for each other. That's the main thing. Tell us about your season so far. Yeah, it's been a great season. Um, you know, we we uh, spent some time in California over the holidays and played four games down there. Uh, we lost to three really good teams, but it was a really good experience. A learning experience for us. Uh, I think that you know we took a lot of value on that trip and came back. And some of the tight games we were losing down there, we kind of found way, ways to win here in Washington. Well, talk about when you take a team on a road trip like that, go to California. Talk about the culture building. I'm sure that was an incredible experience for you guys off the court as yeah, well. Yeah, you know, I love I love bringing teams out of, out of state when we can and just getting away from all the distractions, the girlfriends, you know, the, the <laughs> friends that I hang out with, the video games, all that stuff. So. It's a lot of fun. It's a, you get to spend a lot of time around each other, really focus on our team, and uh, I think it's valuable. I really enjoy it. A quick rundown of your five starters, a little something about each one of them. Yeah, Jalen Petty, number three, he was our league MVP. Uh, he can really score the ball, um, just a gritty uh, competitor. Samaj Brown's our 
our uh, lone returning starter from our championship team a year ago. Great leader for us. Easton Rutledge, number 11, um, is kind of our anchor on defense, just kind of does all the little things, kind of a glue guy for us. Um, Tyrell Nichols uh, kind of runs the, the one for us the most and uh, does a great job of that. He was our league defensive player of the year, so he can really guard too. And then Lubens Valson, number 14, is a real dynamic athlete, um, you know, maybe one of the best athletes in the tournament. So how, what do you know about Arlington? How do you get a win? Yeah, I mean, Nick does a great job with his team. The kids are going to play really hard, really competitive. Um, you know, they run a bunch of different stuff. They got guys that can shoot. The big kid, you know, is very active. And, uh, you know, we got to do a great job of keeping them in front of us, contest shooters without fouling, and keep them off the glass. Coach, let's go get them. All right. Appreciate it, guys. Thank there you, you go. That is the head coach of the Auburn Trojans, Ryan Hansen. And we're going to hear from Nick Brown, who's making his way over here right now as well. And Coach... Coach Brown joins us here on the radio. Do you, you feel better today than you did? Yeah, Monday my night? allergies were not doing well, and I <laughs> took some NyQuil. <laughs> t t tell us about your day today. What was the schedule coming down? Uh, uh, you know, we got out of school uh, about 11, did a, uh, left town with the fire department. <laughs> the fire trucks gave us a really? ride out of town. Nice. And uh, gave Both us Both teams, boys and girls? Yeah, boys and okay. girls. So the girls came down, too, because they were watching the team they are going to play tomorrow. Um, and we came down here, got washed a little bit. I wanted to get them in here. Um, I remember my first time coaching here 10 years ago. Yeah. It's a little overwhelming. I mean, I've been here a lot of times to watch, but I've uh, never been here to coach. And that first time was kind of overwhelming. So we got them in here just to kind of look around, get a feel for it, watch a little bit of the game. Kind of, you know, just get acclimated. And then sure. uh, we decided to take them out of here, get them some food, and um, go. To, we did a shoot-around down at Fife High School. So went over some things. But, really, I mean, there's really nothing we're going to put in right now. We're just kind of getting some shots up and uh, – Came back. We went to the hotel. Got back here. Sat here and watched the previous game, and you know, kind of waited eagerly to get in there. And yeah. Here we are. So, uh, yeah, I'm not feeling great, but I'm feeling better. Just I think that it's coming home. You know, it kind of does that. Just gets the energy going a little bit. <laughs> That's and, right. uh, but yeah, no, we're uh, we're excited to be here. These kids are, you know, it, it, we just yesterday. I think on Monday we came in practice pretty soft, pretty soft, and uh, I wasn't happy. And I basically I shut practice down. I sent them home. I said, we're not going to do this. We're just going to go down and play. I'm not, we don't need to practice. So it, it made them mad, which I knew it would. And um, we came in. Uh, so we came in yesterday, yeah. and then we did a lot better. That's another reason I was, in, I was just in a frustrated mood on Monday night. I'm yeah. not happy. Um, and so last night we did a lot better. We got – I have Keith Brown. If you look at my staff, I have a yep. big staff. I got Keith Brown. He played at Eastern. He's about 6'6". He plays about – he was about 280. And then I got Judd Hunter, and I got uh, Caleb Lober. I mean, I got some big post players. And so sure. yesterday we just took the pads and just knocked the <laughs> snot out of them. And uh, we got them, you know, we because they're going to they're gonna play physical. And so oh, yeah. It was kind of good to get the juices going. They got a little mad, got all fired up, and so it got us going a little bit and kind of found that. Because, you know, it's hard for these guys are all sophomores and, you know, juniors. We have a seniors, obviously, but they've never played in a big game before. We have two guys who played in. I couldn't find pictures for my banquet last year for, for varsity kids in, in right. uniform. David and Layton was about it. And so we got a bunch of newbies out here and right. we're you know, they're they're excited now. I think they've got them going. And they're a little nervous, but I think that they're, you know, we'll get going and be fine. Um just happy to be here right now, but I'm not happy, I'm not satisfied. I'm real excited to be here. Coach, well, I was gonna say Coach Boyer said when he sat down, these are the defending champions. Yeah. These are the defending champions, aren't they? We're so stupid we don't care. <laughs> And you know what? I, I tell you, having haven't been down here with some experienced teams before, having been down with some inexperienced teams, some of those inexperienced teams, pardon the phrase, are yep. too dumb to know that, they, exactly. that they're overmatched. That's, that's kind of where we are. And so 
my big thing right now is just to kind of get them in here, like I said, acclimated and get a feel for what's going on. Um, we did that, and we'll see how they do. You know, they're, they're, again, they were a little bit bright-eyed earlier, but they're eager now. I'm kind of we just kind of making them mad, and Ronnie's getting them mad over there. And so, yeah, we're excited to be here, like I said, but we don't, we, we're not done yet. We want to we want to be here tomorrow. We want to stay for a couple days. Let's stay for a couple days. What got, do you know? What do you know about these guys? I know everything about them, but you know, I mean, <laughs> they're good. They're athletic. They're focused. They have great coaching staff. Um, I've known Ryan for a long time, and he's he does a great job. And you know, I mean, I don't think that they really think that this is probably just a step in the path for them. And I don't, I don't, I'm hoping that we're not. We don't think we are. Um, but I'm not stupid. I know, you know, just defending state champs, they're probably looking at this as in, you know, they they have to play the game, not get to. Right. And we kind of get to play it, but we want to get to play tomorrow and yep. the next day, and we're not going to back down. Um, yeah. So I mean, m- much respect to them. But we came here to win. We didn't come here to lose and give them anything for free. So. I let, you know, we've been saying it. I'm, as you can tell, I've got a little bit of a fiery mentality. I'm a, I like to <laughs> like to get after it. Ronnie, he does too, and we yeah. like to think our guys reflect that attitude this year. Yeah. Um, they, see, they play with a lot of heart and a lot of grit, and they're not going to give up. Let's go get them. That's what we hope. That's an Arlington um, trait, by the way. I appreciate that. Girls head coach, boys head coach, your AD. <laughs> a lot of fieriness in all y'all. Well, we just want to represent Westco, and, again, I'm going to say it. I say it, I didn't say it the other night. I apologize. Um, but we just appreciate all you guys do for our, our sport and everything we have. And uh, you guys are great. Let's you go. guys do a great job. Well, Let's we want to work tomorrow night. Hey, and I want to real quick, I want to say a thanks to my uh, daughter for being here tonight. My son Drew is here. But my daughter came up from Central, Peyton oh, Brown. Cool. And uh, my son is in Japan, listening in Japan. So, oh, And man. my wife is at home. So I love them all. And, uh, Let's go get them. All right, guys. Thank you. Okay, there thanks, you go. Dave. That is Nick Brown, head coach of the Arlington Eagles. We'll come back and we'll look more at this ball game. It's the Eagles and the Trojans. We're at the Tacoma Dome. We'll be back with more after this timeout. Do you have a car sitting around you want to get rid of? Then here's a great idea. Donate your car and help veterans and their families. Yes, one fast call to the Veteran Car Donation Program and we'll come and remove your car for free. Fast, free towing, and 24-hour response. You can donate most cars, trucks, or SUVs in most conditions. The proceeds raised goes to help active military, veterans, and their families, and you get a tax deduction. All you need to do is make this free call. Get rid of that old car and help the vets. We make it easy. Make this free call now and book your fast and easy pickup. Call the Veteran Donation Program now. Donate your car and help veterans and their families. Operators are standing by. Here's the number. 800-296-1564. That's 800-296-1564. And we welcome you back to the Tacoma Dome. And... Joel Boyer, say what you said about Nick Brown. There, uh, there are coaches at you. Yep, yep. There's coaches and in, in haven't coached for years. There's, there's coaches you like. There's coaches you respect. And then there you have those coaches that you like and respect. And, and Nick Brown, uh, for, for a long time, for me, coaching on the girls' side, uh, 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 at a distant respect for him and didn't really know him too well. But the more I've gotten to know him, probably through this job, just being able to do this, I just – always respected him now i can't say how much I, I i appreciate and really respect him and just love his culture love his attitude i love watching his teams play it, it's fun to watch their style of basketball and that comes from him as the head coach i like what he said about the teams the different teams auburn's looking at this game that they have to play yep arlington he thinks are looking at this game that they get to play absolutely and and, and i think it's a great way of saying it. they 
Arlington's had a great season, and they kind of had kind of stumbled a little bit coming down the, the down the home stretch. Of just a matter with with some tough games they played, some tough opponents, and just some situational stuff. The last two games of the season they dropped in the regular season, yep. but they played them back to back nights. A a snow game that was a makeup with the Jackson Timberwolves on the back on the on the heels of a one point loss to Monroe. Right. I mean, you think that it's a, that's a hard one to come back from, especially with a young team. And we watch this Arlington team; they are so talented and skilled and a an impressive team, but he's right. They are very young, and, and there's that inexperience that goes with some of that youth. Uh, but, I, I, you know, and just to clarify my statement earlier, it's not that I think these are dumb players, but when they're young, they're kind of like, oh, am I supposed – should should I be nervous? I don't even know. And so there's a lot of times I've seen freshmen and sophomores come out here and, and just light the place on fire, and they're like, well, and like, were you nervous? I'm like, no, is I supposed to be? And you're like, it's the stinking state tournament, kid. You should be really nervous. So – I hope that for tonight the Arlington Eagles are ready for that. When you were an assistant coach with the Snohomish teams and came down here with the girls' teams and the success all over the place, how much did you talk about we're in the Tacoma Dome, the backdrop, the this and that, or did you change from year to year? Some night, some days you just say, yeah, let's go down there and play, don't worry about it. And then sometimes some of the players, I guess maybe it's player to player, oh, Yeah. I want to know every square inch of this place, and the other ones are going, like you said, I don't care. Is yeah. there wood and is there ball? Let's go. You get you, you really get to know your players, your teams. I think it does change year to year. It changes player to player. And, you know, that's something that we talked with a lot of players. There are sometimes – some we have some shooters that are kind of sometimes in their heads and they think about it a lot and you're like stop thinking and you have some that no nah, i'm just going to look at the hoop and it's about 20 feet away and it's 19 feet nine inches for that three-point line i don't really think about it i just rhythm shooter catch and shoot i'm going to let it fly and so and those ones oftentimes are like there's a backdrop i didn't even know what the difference backdrop was i just shoot the ball and so you have different players and and i think when you're younger sometimes you think about those things as you get more experience and and we were fortunate enough to have multiple years in a row where we went to the state tournament so you were there as a freshman sophomore we're not expecting anything very very little time in the game but you got to experience the ride with those seniors then when you're a junior senior like i know how they led us i know what they did i know how i need to do it and you just kind of success breeds success as you continue on it also depends, I would think, and it's not necessarily coming into the building. Probably all of them have been in the building. It's not as many as you'd like, but yes, is, agreed. Are you you think that's true? I think back in the day, I feel like I came down to this tournament. I mean, I get I begged my parents to let me skip school to be able to come down when I was in middle school, even just to be able. Now to Now you come beg down. your wife to let you skip. School. <laughs> now, now I have your to principal. Say, anybody, any, everybody, okay with my personal day I'm taking to be able to get down there? You know, um, but but it is that thing of. Of, you're right, though. Like just coming to the tournament's one thing. In in a way, when you get inside those barriers, you get inside the gates that lets you get to the presser, lets you get to the teams, lets you get into the that bench. It's a whole different feeling, and it is that feeling. I, I mean, I still kind of get goosebumps when I reach my foot out right now and put it on the on the wood floor. <laughs> Having sat on that bench as a coach, and you're touching, you're like, it's special as a coach too. You don't take for granted. You never know if you're going to come back there ever again, much less next year, or the year after. So you want to value and just take it all in yourself. It's like, yes, you expect and hope to be back there as you go, but it's not, nothing's ever guaranteed. So getting to the state tournament is special every single time, every single year. And just the physicality of being in the building here and you're playing on the portable courts. Yep. The NBA does it. The college yep. basketball does it all over the world. High schools usually don't. No. Very seldom. You can probably count in one hand you ever would play a regular season game on a portable court. It, 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 it doesn't happen. I no. mean, it, 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 I'm trying to think if we ever played, if we ever coached in a game, I ever coached in a game, 
uh, that we played on one. I, I can't honestly. I'd have to think harder, but I don't think we ever did. It's always in maybe a bigger gym, may, maybe uh, you know. May, I mean, even if you're playing down at, at Heck Ed or whatever Bank of right. America Arena at the University of Washington, uh, you know. But even that's not a portable, and that's there. Right. So getting to play that's yep. a special feeling, but it's still the still a court you expect. Right. So it is a little different. Uh, as coaches, do you know there's a few dead spots in certain areas? If you're on the north end court or the south end court, yeah, we just don't tell anybody about those. But once in a while you have a senior say, hey, it's really dead right here. And you're like, think about that later on if you get a trap. Come on. But um, there was a lot of times we actually joked about it that referees a lot of times will check check a ball right there in a spot. And there was a gym that we always knew. We're like, hey, can I ask you to can I ask you to move five feet that way? And the guy looks at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, I promise you. I know this gym, there's a dead spot here. And he moves, he's like, son of a gun, how'd you know? I'm like, we play here a lot, okay? Yep. So there's those little things you get to nuances as coaches that sometimes you can pass on. Other times you're like, don't say a word. They'll figure it out, and we're just going to go play basketball. Coming up next, it's the Arlington Eagles and the Auburn Trojans. We're in the state tournament. We're at the Tacoma Dome. Today's opening tip-off and game action coming up next right here on KRKO. Justice is easy if you know what to do. Call the Law Offices of Russell and Hill are proud sponsors of the KRKO Prep Sports Student Athlete of the Month. These student athletes have demonstrated excellence on the field of play and in the classroom. Russell and Hill believes in being part of your community and salutes those who give the extra effort. Russell and Hill will fight for you. Call 800-LAW-0842. Building communities. That's a specialty of Smoky Point Concrete, and they're looking for some new people who share their vision. Smoky Point Concrete and Skagit ReadyMix are hiring CDL drivers and non-drivers to grow the business and continue a proud tradition. Contact Smoky Point Concrete for more information. Growing a team, building a community. Smoky Point Concrete, an equal opportunity employer. Contact Smoky Point Concrete for more information. Glass by Lund, serving the greater Puget Sound area since 1967 with quality work, exceptional service, and fair pricing. It's their honest reputation that has placed Glass by Lund among the top-rated glass companies in the area for quality based on customer satisfaction. So the next time you're in need of window repair or replacement, shower doors, mirrors, deck railings, residential or commercial, why not call the place that has glass in their name? Glass by Lund. To schedule your free estimate, go to glassbylund.com. Ryan Berg here at the Shop of Arlington and Simmons Garage Tire Pros. We want you to love the drive. If your vehicle isn't allowing you to love the drive, it's time for us to talk. Whether it's big brands or small budget, we have you covered. From Michelin to Goodyear to Continental, General, Toyo, Cooper, Ironman, Hercules, you name it, we have the brand that fits both your car and your budget. Give us a call so we can fit the right tire to you. Look us up online at theshopofarlington.com. As we come to you live from the Tacoma Dome, we're getting set for the Arlington Eagles and the Auburn Trojans. It's the round of 12, loser out of the ballgame. The winner plays tomorrow against Eastside Catholic. That's at 7.15 Thursday right here in the Tacoma Dome. Today's game brought to you in part by Smoky Point Concrete, the Buzz-In Steakhouse, Community Transit, the law office of Russell and Hill, Mike Dixon, Farmers Insurance, Screen Printing Northwest, and by Move Fitness. So for the Arlington Eagles, they'll start Leighton Martin, a six-foot sophomore. Jackson Trotter, a six-foot sophomore. Ty Rusco, a 5'9 senior. 
Jake Willis, a six-foot sophomore, and David Zachman, a six-six senior. So Martin Trotter, Rusco, Willis, and Zachman for the Auburn Trojans. They will start Jalen Petty, a five-nine sophomore, Samaj Brown, a six-five senior, Easton Rutledge, a six-two senior, Terrell Nichols, a six-two senior, and Lubens Valson, a six-two junior. So Jalen Petty, Samaj Brown. Easton Rutledge, Terrell Nichols, and Lubens Valson. Both teams are out on the floor. I'm not making this up. The referee is Felix Hernandez. No, not that one. <laughs> Tom Turcott is the one of the umpires. Greg Boos is the other. The alternate's Kent Stanford. And we are set to go. Tom Lafferty along with Joel Boyer. Buddy Patrick on the stats. Brandon Hamilton at the controls in downtown Everett. The ball's in the air, and we're underway. It's controlled by Arlington. The Arlington Eagles will control it, moving to our right. They're in the traveling. They're the visiting team, so they're in the dark navy blue uniforms with different numbers, and Leighton Martin has it top of the key. Tries to dribble drive around, goes down with 12 to shoot, kicks it back out for an open three ball on the way. Off the back of the rim, no good by Ty Rusco. Rebound controlled by the Auburn Trojans. Feed it over to the right-hand corner. That's Terrell Nichols. Nichols will bring it out by the Tacoma Dome logo here in the center of the floor. Swing a pass over to the left-hand side. That's Lubens Valson with it. Goes in underneath. A little putback shot up. No good. A miss there by Nichols. The ball went out of bounds. Last touch there by Nichols and last touch by Auburn. So it'll be Arlington basketball. We're 45 seconds into this opening quarter with a winner to advance, and the loser is done here on day one of the tournament. This is game number seven of eight here on the court. We'll have the nightcap coming up for you as well with Shorecrest taking on Rainier Beach. Feed a pass over right-hand side, Ty Rusco. Feed it down low now. It goes to Zachman. Zachman at the baseline, starts to dribble. Goes in, back to the basket, kicks it back out on top of the key. Jake Willis has it, looked at a three, didn't take it. Goes to Rusco. He has a runner that goes up. Glass, and that's all. He stays on the floor, so it's five on four going down with a right side. That is Lubens Valson. He didn't really take a shot. Goes outside for a long three that's no good by Jalen Petty. And then wrestling for the rebound was Jacob Failer. And I'll tell you, Arlington, Tom, is doing an incredible job on the defensive glass already, working so hard to keep these Auburn Trojans, these longer, bigger, stronger Auburn Trojans, off that defensive glass. Long outside three, Leighton Martin misses, no good for Arlington. Rebound controlled by Leuven's Valson. They bring it out of backcourt. Auburn moving to our left, long outside three, rims off, no good. Missed there by Nichols, controlled by Arlington. Auburn's in the home white uniforms with Auburn Trojans in green and black across the chest. Arlington again with eagles across the chest in the dark navy blue uniforms trimmed in gold and white. That's Leighton Martin at the right wing. Starts to dribble with the left hand, spins away from the defender, spins one more time away from the defender, dumps it off to Zachman, puts up a shot, no good. Zachman missed it, and then going to the floor there was Martin. We are two and a half minutes into the ball game, but we are scoreless. The shutout is intact. And this is a lot of great defense. Auburn has a really stifling man-to-man defensive presence. Arlington's doing the same thing right now, running their man-to-man. Wow, they're letting them play. Late sure Martin goes down, goes down with an elbow, but then so that was the elbow by Terrell Nichols, but then he got knocked down. They didn't call that either. A missed shot there by Auburn, and we're still scoreless. We're coming up on three minutes into the ball game. Arlington with the basketball. A 0-0 tie. David Zachman back to the basket, down low in the paint, puts up the sky hook that won't go. Offside board, high in the air, grabs it. Jalen Petty. 
Baseball pass down the floor going in with a left-handed jumper up and in. Lubens Valson on the move. Puts it up and in. That's the first two points of the ball game. And to be honest, Tom, I thought both Zachman's shot for Arlington Eagles on their offensive possession as well as Lubens' score right there. I felt those are the first two good looks that either team has gotten in this game just with the defensive presence have been playing by both. Ball knocked away and out of bounds here. Boy, they're quick. Hubbard is quick with the hands. Terrell Nichols knocks the ball out of bounds, and it'll be side out here on the near side for the Arlington Eagles. They'll throw it in. We're courtside here at the Tacoma Dome. Right? Uh, Boyer, I tried to give you a pretty good seat. Are you okay? You're yeah, I, I texted you earlier and said I don't like being 10 feet off of center court. Well, you got me right on center court. If I lean to the right, I'm perfect, so I appreciate that work. <laughs> Arlington with the basketball down 2 nothing. Swing a pass right side. Willis goes into the paint. Closed off there. Swings a pass into the corner. And they're going to have a shot clock violation. They moved it around so much. The defense was pretty good. Never got a shot off. No, and this is and Auburn. Uh, they're not even, they're playing help defense, but not switching man. It's just tough man to man. But there is a lot of quickness and length on this Auburn team. And we've seen Arlington be a fantastic, just an incredible offensive team. Uh, Works really hard, has a lot of sets, like Coach Ryan Hansen said for Auburn. And Auburn's just tough defensively, Tom. (laughs) So Auburn will have it after the uh, turnover, the first turnover of the ball game for the Arlington Eagles. 4-19 to play in the first quarter, a 2-0 lead for Auburn. Way outside, Tyrell Nichols says, I'm going to take a three from NBA range. It won't go. And the rebound grabbed down by Jacob Failer. Out of backcourt, here come the Arlington Eagles. Leighton Martin brings it to the back into front court. Put up an elbow, lost the basketball, goes back, retrieves the ball, goes in. Reverse lay it up, no good. Kept alive by Martin, but then it's going to go off the fingertips and out of bounds as our Auburn likes to go long on the passes. Jalen Petty will lose control of that one. We're going to have a timeout on the floor called by Arlington. We'll step out with 3.55 to go in the opening quarter. Low scoring so far. Auburn 2, Arlington nothing. Coming back with more after this. Tired of doing battle in the kitchen every night? Time to surrender and take the family to the Buzz Inn Steakhouse. The Buzz Inn is open for indoor dining with mouth-watering hand-cut Angus steaks, chicken, seafood, burgers, sandwiches, and all-day breakfast. Relax while a Buzz Inn takes on the hazardous cleanup duty. And with nine locations, there's a Buzz Inn near you. Check out the menu ahead of time at buzzinsteakhouse.com. Dine in or take out the Buzz Inn Steakhouse, where you always get a great deal on a great meal. Coming in, the Auburn Trojans out of the North Puget Sound League. 19-6 and six overall, 11-2 in league play. In the postseason, they're 3-1 in the West Central District. Got wins over Stadium, Auburn, Mountain View, and Gig Harbor. Lost in the regional to O'Day, 63-61. Here's Leighton Martin with it for Arlington. Goes in, a little ju- running jumper that won't go. Gets his own rebound. One bounce underneath to Zachman. Goes in off the glass and in. We're tied. It's a 2-2 tie here as we're at 3.37 to go. Low-scoring affair here at the woodshed tonight on this opening night of the state basketball tournament. Auburn with it. They swing a pass over to the right side. That is Samaj Brown with it. Now to the top of the key. Carter Hansen goes into the paint, kicks it back out to the top of the key for a three ball on the way. Switch and down it goes for Leuven's Valson. And it's a 5-2 ball game. Auburn up by three. And that was tough right there. Leighton Martin was hoping there's a travel call, and I was with him. I, I thought there had been a, a moving of the feet earlier uh, that didn't get called, and that resulted in an easy three-pointer. 
I shouldn't say an easy, but a, a contested but long three-pointer for Auburn. David Zachman, corner jumper for three. It's up and it's in. And we are tied for the second time. It's a 5-5 score. Zachman, the big guy, shoots it from three ball in the corner. And it's a 5-5 tie at 2.44 to go in the quarter. And we're going to have an offensive charging foul, player control foul here. Yep. I think that's Lubens Valson. Yeah, Lubens Valson did not set his feet on that screen. He, he, <laughs> the part I want to tell him is, big guy that's that's a you're a big person already you don't have to move on that screen to make it even bigger he, he's a large man but he absolutely rolled on that screen early first personal first team first foul of any kind here with 236 they're letting them play tonight here at the Tacoma Dome they've been doing it all day long though let them decide on the floor out on top of the key Ty Ruskell dribble drive to the right side closed off there swing it to late Martin deep in the right hand corner starts the dribble Goes into the paint, swings it back over to Rusco. Up fakes for three, doesn't take it. He'll give it off to Failer. Outside, Martin will shoot a very long three that won't go. And grabbing the rebound is Valson. Out of backcourt, up the floor. Samaj Brown will bring it. Closed off there as Arlington dropped back in defense pretty quickly. They move it to Jalen Petty deep in the left-hand corner. Now to Valson. Around the perimeter they go. 16 to shoot. Top of the key, that's Lubens Valson. Another three ball that won't go this time. And the rebound, Leighton Martin gets a lot of rebounds. He sure does, and it's just the effort. It's so much of an effort, Tom. He does a good job of boxing. He does a good job of reading the basketball coming off, but it's a lot of just heart and effort that he wants that ball. Arlington with the ball moving to our right. The blue uniforms trimmed in gold and white, 13 to shoot. That top of the key, Zachman blocked back by Valson. Back into Zachman. He says, take the block, and I'll shove it home with a slam dunk. Zachman, first lead of the ball game for the Arlington Eagles. And Lubens Valson had a very, very authoritative block right there, but he took off <laughs> hoping yeah. he would get a dunk on the other end. And Zachman, the Arlington Eagles were able to control that ball, and Zachman threw that down with authority himself. Martin goes to the floor with an elbow. No call there. Tyrell Nichols missed by Nichols. Rebound controlled by the Arlington Eagles. Martin will bring it out of backcourt across the timeline. The big Tacoma Dome logo in the center of the floor. 7-5 lead. We're inside a minute to play in the opening quarter. The loser's out. The winner plays Eastside Catholic tomorrow. High in the air going underneath to Martin. Couldn't get the shot off. Got it back out to Zachman. And Martin gets another rebound to Zachman. He knocked over. They're going to call an offense. But that's a good call. Yep, it was a good call. Lubens Valson is is getting physical and doing it the right way. Uh, he wore that charge beautifully. Zachman absolutely gets called for that. He didn't even look twice. He just ran on the court. He knew, yeah, unfortunately. You know, Lubens Valson, when I saw him, I, I thought of you, the same, same body type. <laughs> absolutely. Yes, yes. Me <laughs> in my dreams, probably. Uh, Lubens Valson looks like he could probably play football, basketball all at the same time and probably an All-American at the same time. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Off the fingertips of Tyrell, kind of a sloppy pass there by, and Nichols couldn't handle it. So with 31 and a half seconds to play in the opening quarter, it'll be Arlington basketball leading by two. You know, and Ryan Hansen said this. Uh, he said this is a different team. They had, the, yes, defending state champions, but he said they had a group that, that played a lot together and they graduated. And he said this is a little bit different group. It's uh, very much record-wise everything they've come together, but you can kind of tell that maybe things aren't quite as they were last year. So uh, Arlington hopefully can take advantage of that. Rusco and Martin are playing catch with it out by the center line. Down to 14 to shoot. About a half a second differential to the game clock. Martin out by inside the center circle. Dumps it down low. 
Back to the basket is Failer. Give it off to Zach Mano. He can't handle it. Ball's on the ground. There's three bodies on the ground. Still no whistle. They're rolling around, and finally the time expires. They said jump ball, but I think the time had expired. They're going to talk about it here, whether or not we're just going to. Well, and this could be interesting if they decide to blow it down. Okay, they said the quarter is over, no jump ball. Right. Which is too bad because Arlington was really hoping for that jump ball because <laughs> it was Auburn's possession that would have been with .1 seconds left in Arlington. We get to start the quarter with that. So it looks like assistant coach Jeff Bryson was right there for Arlington Eagles is over talking to the referee saying, you sure? Because that would have been kind of nice if we'd gotten that. But he had a, a little sheepish smirking grin saying, I get you. After one quarter, Arlington 7, Auburn 5. We'll come back with more from the Tacoma Dome after this timeout. Have you been hurt in an auto accident and had trouble getting a fair settlement from the insurance company? Call us, attorneys Russell and Hill. We'll fight for your rights. We know how to play the insurance company game. We'll get things moving quickly and get you the settlement you deserve. Don't let the insurance company lowball you and delay your claim. Injured in a wreck and denied your check? You know what to do. Call Russell and Hill at 1-800-LAW-0842. That's 1-800-LAW-0842. Building communities. That's a specialty of Smoky Point Concrete, and they're looking for some new people who share their vision. Smoky Point Concrete and Skagit ReadyMix are hiring CDL drivers and non-drivers to grow the business and continue a proud tradition. Contact Smoky Point Concrete for more information. Growing a team, building a community. Smoky Point Concrete, an equal opportunity employer. Contact Smoky Point Concrete for more information. The second quarter underway here. Tom Laffey along with Joel Boyer, Buddy Patrick, Brandon Hamilton in downtown Everett. Turn around, jumper on the way, up and good. Auburn had the opening possession, or the possession here of the quarter. Jalen Petty turns and spins and fires it up, puts it in, and we're tied for the third time tonight. It's a 7-7 score. Leighton Martin has it now for the Arlington Eagles. Feeding in the left-hand corner, Aiden Meese is into the ball game. Back to Martin again, dribble drive into the paint. Was falling down, so he kicks it out to... A running right-hander up by Ty Rusko and in. Rusko is the right spot at the right time to receive that little push pass from Martin, and it's a 9-7 ball game. 45 seconds into the second quarter at the Tacoma Dome. Up fake for a long three by Nichols, didn't take it. Now it goes to Jalen Petty, dribble drive to the baseline, fadeaway jumper. Won't go too hard off the rim, no good. Another rebound taken down by Martin out of backcourt. He comes, feeds it down to Zachman. One bounce, back to the basket. Double team there, back to Martin. They'll reset the offense here with 21 to shoot. Now Zachman looked at a three, didn't take it. Back to Martin again, out between the circles. 15 to shoot. Changes direction three, four, five times. Over the shoulder pass to Zachman, couldn't handle it. And the rebound's controlled by Auburn. Up the floor, Jalen Petty goes to the baseline. Fadeaway jumper from 12. Air ball, no good. And we're going to have a foul called. No, we're not going to have a foul. It's going to be out of bounds. We're not calling fouls tonight very much. No. It's just out of bounds. Just out of bounds. One foul each in that first quarter. We're at 6.31 to play in the first half. A 9-7 lead. Buddy Patrick said only two players have scored for each team. It was in the first quarter. Zachman with seven points and Valson with five in that first quarter. It's a 9-7 ball game, 6.31 to play in the first half. Out of bounds at the baseline for Auburn. On the inbounds going in, kind of a double reverse laying up. And the first one was no good by Samaj Brown. The putback was up and in by Terrell Nichols. 
and it's a 9-9 score, our fourth tie in this ballgame. This is going to be close all the way to the end. And, you know, Tom, this is one of those games that watching the defensive presence of both teams, this is a fun game. There's a lot of people that want to see all these high-scoring things, and those are exciting. But watching two teams really work incredibly hard, allowing only one shot on the defensive end, or on the offensive end, excuse me, it's just great re- defensive rebounding. One shot there for David Sackman. It's going to be a miss. The rebound controlled by Auburn. Going down with the left hand in and lays it up and in. That is Terrell Nichols. Went around the defender, puts it up and in. And the lead changes hands and into the possession of the Trojans from Auburn. Jacoby Failer deep in the left-hand corner. He'll give it off to Rusko. Rusko has it for the Eagles now to Martin. Back to the basket is Zachman. Back to Martin again. Open NBA three, and he rattles it home. That was two feet beyond the NBA three mark, which is on the floor here. It's 12-11, back to an Arlington lead, our third lead change of the ball game. And now here's a bad pass, and it's actually going to be carried. It was a bad pass, and I think if Willis had let it go out of bounds, it would have been Arlington ball, but they say he touched the ball, then it went out of bounds. Yeah, that was one of those that I love the hustle play. You love him going for that ball, and you're like, oh, give it one more one more half bounce, I think, Tom, and that's going to be Arlington ball. But Auburn retains possession. And so it will be Auburn going in, double pump, goes up. No, miss by Terrell Nichols. Can rebound controlled by Leighton Martin. Leighton Martin. <laughs> it's, just, it's amazing how many, and he's the smallest guy on the floor. Swing a pass over the right-hand side for Leighton Martin for Arlington. They lead at 12-11. Underneath they go to Zachman, but he can't handle it. Ball's knocked away. They're going to say, oh, they're going to say last touch by Zachman. Although Latebrion Chandler, I thought, had his hand there too. Yeah. You've got a puzzled look on your face. Yeah. More than usual. Yeah, more more than the regular one. Yeah. No, and that's a a not sure whose hand. That's probably one that if they went to the the monitor in the NBA game, we'd be watching for about three, four minutes on a commercial. But uh, split either way. And we're going to have an illegal screen called here on Auburn. And this is going to be on Jalen Petty, illegal screen. So that'll be his first personal foul, only the second team foul. Only three fouls called in this game so far with 4.31 to play in the first half of action. 12-11 lead for Arlington. We're at the Tacoma Dome. The winner advances. The loser is done. And Auburn, it looks like they're going into a full-court trapping man. Nice football pass down to Zachman for the touchdown. Leighton Martin, the quarterback on the, on the football team, he threw a one-hander, looked like Tom Brady there. He found Zachman for the lay-in. It's out to a three-point lead, 14-11. to 11. Going in, left-hand side, rattling at home. <laughs> Rusko was on the floor, and Samaj Brown puts it up and in, and it's 14-13. Two-pointer there. Under four minutes now to play. Another nice pass inside to Willis. Puts it up too hard off the back of the iron. No good. Rebound controlled by Auburn. Grabbed by Chandler out of backcourt. Bounce pass to the baseline. Standing on the out-of-bounds line. Receiving the pass on the out-of-bounds line was Leuven's Valson. And it'll be Arlington basketball on the turnover. And, and we're seeing Ty Rusko. He has that job of stopping Jalen Petty, who's the league MVP for Auburn. That is not a surprise. We've seen Ty Rusko guard the best player on the other team every game we've seen this year. Each team with four turnovers. Arlington with the basketball. Zachman at the baseline. Put it up a little too hard from about six feet away. And Leuven, or Terrell Nichols grabs the rebound. 
He'll give it off to Valson. Puts on a little burst of energy. Goes underneath, and then he rifles the pass back to the top of the key. Open three on the way. Too hard, no good by Nichols. And rebound controlled by Zachman. Here comes Arlington with the basketball. Leighton Martin out of backcourt. 3-10 to play in the first half. Arlington 14, Auburn 13. Auburn the defending 3A champion. Little nice pass to the baseline, but Zachman can't hit the lay-in. And controlled here by Auburn. We're going to have an offensive foul. Yep. Yep. The two officials looked at each other. They both had their fist up. They both had blown the whistle, and they're both agreeing. Yet, yes, it is an offensive foul. That's that's Petty again. That's his second personal. Two consecutive fouls in a row here. And we're going to have a timeout called on the floor. We will step out with two minutes and 57 seconds to go in the first half. It's Arlington 14, Auburn 13. Back with more right here on KRKO. Give your event that extra wow with Russell's Restaurant. Russell's can cater your event or host it at the loft just off 405 in Canyon Park. Weddings, corporate events, fundraisers, parties, and private dining make it memorable with Russell's. Raise a toast with an espresso martini or show your appreciation with a double-cut pork chop with an apple brandy demi-glaze. In the gorgeous accommodations at Russell's. Plan your event now at russellowell.com. Simple food done well. Russell Lowell. KRKO Everett, congratulating the Lake Stevens Vikings on their state football championship. Well, Joel Boyer, you just discovered the big, huge Baden basketball over your shoulder there. Yeah, that thing is about, oh, I don't know, what, 20 feet tall? That's pretty awesome. I'm loving it. Here comes Arlington with the basketball, leading by one. Inside three minutes of play in the first half. Martin out between the circles. Little stutter step move, trying to... Juke the defender, doesn't really do it. Goes to Zachman in the corner, back to Martin again at the right elbow. Almost stolen away. He starts the dribble. He's one arms a pass over the corner. That's going to be short by Rusco on the attempt there and controlled here by Auburn out of backcourt. Measuring the three, didn't take it. Nichols couldn't pull the trigger. Swings a pass over right side to Rutledge. Back over to Nichols. This time a long outside three, won't go. Zachman's there to grab the rebound for the Eagles. 2.14 to play in the first half. Eagles by one, they have the ball. And you can see that Nick Brown, like you said, I know everything about them. You can tell that his players, the Arlington Eagles, are very skilled in knowing who to be out on as three-point shooters and who to seg off. Here's a long outside three. Good. Did that bank I think that banked. I think I had a little bit of a bank right there. It's open late in Tacoma, Tom. (laughs) I tell you what, it's not the ATM. It's the whole bank up and in. And that is Arlington's biggest lead of the ball game. They're up by four at 17-13. A minute 40 to play in the first half. Deep in the right-hand corner they go, and here's a steal. It's going to be grabbed by Willis for the Arlington Eagles. Eagles on the steal, a chance to increase their lead. They lead by four right now, a minute and a half to play. We're in the first half. Martin has it. In the right corner, Willis shoots a three. Side iron, no. Nichols grabs the rebound. Here comes Nichols out of backcourt. Kind of slaloms through all the defenders. Dumps it off. Maybe one too many passes. No, just exactly the right amount. Two up and in for Lubens valson And one coming up here. You know, and Tom, right before that, I was actually thinking <clears throat> very little fast breaking this game. Both teams are getting back defensively, getting back early. And that was one of the few times that Auburn's able to push the pace and kind of catch Arlington not being set in their half-court man-to-man. When Arlington gets set, they're tough as anyone. But right there, Lubens valson pass, pass, pass. He's the recipient of that and one. Yeah, he missed the free throw. And the foul had been called on Rusco. 
his first personal foul, second team foul. The rebound grabbed down by Willis. He gives it to Martin. One minute to play in the first half. Bad pass underneath, stolen away partially there by Nichols. Feed it over to Valson, and he goes in laying no good, and the foul is going to be called. If Luca, if uh, Bluvin's Valson's coming at you down the lane, I'm out of there. <laughs> you bailing big time, right? Buddy Patrick might take a charge on that, but I'm not. <laughs> no. Holy smokes. Thaler picks up the foul. That's his first personal and the third team foul. And and to be honest, you know, that's a little bit, I would say that's a great foul because that's one that you don't want to get too many on anybody, but Jacoby Thaler, or excuse me, Tom, was that on Thaler or Willis? Thaler. On Thaler there. Kind of that feeling of, I think Valson puts that down. He's going to put it down with authority, maybe even shake that rim around so much. I have to reset the hoop. But you just feel like that's going to be maybe the momentum swing, the thing that might spark this Auburn team. As it is, he made his first free throw there. But if Arlington could just keep things quiet, I think that's better for them. He's got 11 points, does Lubens Valson, with two free throws there. And we are tied at 17 all. 50 seconds to play in the first half. Martin brings out a backcourt for Arlington. Goes around the defender. Nichols back out for a three ball by Zachman. No good. And Nichols grabs the rebound. Outlet pass up the floor for Auburn. Going in. Valson, no good, but he got fouled on the way in. I think this is going to be late Martin. Again, he puts up a – he hits the afterburners. And it's like Kyle Bush coming down through the uh, turn four at Daytona. Get out of the way. Martin picks up the foul. That's his first personal. Fourth team foul. And, you know, Martin actually kind of looked. He's like, yeah, but did I really foul him? Because I thought he did a pretty good job of timing that. Right when Valison picked up his dribble to try to maybe throw that down or get that lay-in, he brought that ball across the middle. We could to call it the candy store, keep that ball out of there. And it felt like Leighton Martin might have reached it at the right time to possibly tie him up and just get that ball knocked out. But called for the foul. Valison at the free throw line. First free throw good. That gives Auburn the lead back. Next one increases that lead to two. They've led by as much as three. Arlington has led by as much as four in this ball game. 26 to shoot, about 30 to go in the first half of action here. Arlington with it. And then a reach-in foul is going to be called. All that's going to do is let Arlington run for the last shot because that'll erase the shot clock. Yep. And we... And we have some, and we kind of have both teams subbing some people in here. We got Zachman on the bench for Arlington. We got Lubens Valson. Oh, Zachman's back in now. We got Lubens Valson on the bench right now with, with a couple personals that coach not wanting to pick up anymore. So Carter Hansen picks up the foul. So Arlington has it. They can play for one shot with 16, 15 to go. Martin has it out by the center line, down to 12, down to 11. Martin still on the dribble. He's guarded there by Nichols, down to seven, down to six. Martin still with it. Rifles a pass down underneath. Going in for a slam dunk is David Zachman. Off the pass there from Rusko. And then a long shot there at the horn. And we are going to the halftime locker room. What else could it be, Joel Boyer? A 19-19 tie. Oh, man. This is great defense. This is not poor offense. It's great defense, Tom. And we should say they're listening in Chandler, Arizona. Is that where he is? That is uh, Mike Cashman, our good friend Mike Cashman, living in Arizona. 
And so he's listening. And we, Coach uh, Brown said his uh, son, who's stationed over in Japan, Japan, he's listening tonight as well. So we've got him all over the world listening well, to our broadcast. Uh, it, typical Mike Cashman, just trying to ru- you know rub it in that he's in Arizona <laughs> right now. So, you know, Mike, you've been to the Dome plenty of times, but you know how special it is. So we don't feel bad that you're in Arizona not here with us. Well, they had clock problems earlier today when I was doing public address, and now they can't get the horn to shut off. So, <laughs> We'll call that a clock problem. <laughs> we're going to step out, and we will take a break, and we're at halftime here. It's Auburn 19, Arlington 19. Yeah, the scoreboard is kind of junk. And, you know, it's, it's 1970s technology, and so they're going to work on that, and we will come back with more right after this timeout. Getting to know your Everett Police Department. My name is Catherine DeCastro. I've been a police officer for coming up on my eighth year. I've been with Everett Police Department for two and a half years. Recently got assigned to the detective background spot. If you bring a service mindset and value people, apply with the Everett Police Department today. About like six years old, I had family in law enforcement and they just kind of always looked up to them. And then my senior year, I had the opportunity to do a research project for a career and I did it in law enforcement. What the career was about, it just really continued to spark my interests and from there that's that's what I knew I wanted to do. The Everett Police Department is always working in partnership with the community to enhance quality of life and reduce crime. I grew up in Linwood so we would come to Everett a lot. I was actually stationed at Port of Everett as well for the military for the Coast Guard. So I kind of have a lot of background in the area. I love it. We have a lot of awesome things to do, the businesses, the food. So just the diversity too in the community is great and I just really enjoy working here. For an application and more information, search Everett Police Department Careers. The first impression is the most important, so trust your first impression to Screen Printing Northwest. Get your logo embroidered on a shirt or hat. Make a statement with custom screen printed shirts and hoodies for your business, school, or event. And relax knowing that your first impression is in the hands of the area's experts for a quarter century. Screen Printing Northwest in downtown Everett. Online at ScreenPrintingNW.com. That's ScreenPrintingNW.com. When would you rather have your battery changed? Middle of the day at Pacific Power Batteries, where we can do it right, or by you at night in a rainstorm with the tools you don't have? Most folks don't have a memory saver, a 10 millimeter wrench, or an amp clamp to change out a battery, but we do. So come on in proactively to Pacific Power Batteries for a free battery check before the weather breaks loose again. Halftime here, a 19-19 tie between the Arlington Eagles and the Auburn Trojans. Let's run you through the other local teams that have been here in the state tournament this weekend so far. On this Wednesday, the Mariner Marauders were the only 4A team to play, boys or girls. And Mariner earlier today, the boys team lost to Gonzaga Prep 54-43, so Mariner is done for the year. Um, 3A boys earlier here on this court. It was Mount Lake Terrace over North Thurston, 58-53. So Mount Lake Terrace will take on number five O'Day tomorrow at 345. On the uh, girls' side, it was Stanwood and Linwood. They played each other. That means Linwood is out. Stanwood continues. Stanwood got the win, 74-69. So Stanwood takes on number four Mead tomorrow, 9 a.m. on the girls' court here in the Tacoma Dome. Everett Seagulls came down and lost a two-pointer to Lincoln. On the 3A girls, Lincoln 45, Everett 43. So the Seagulls are done for the year. And in the game a little earlier as well, it was the Meadowdale Mavericks. They got the win 
62-35 over the Bonnie Lake Panthers. So Meadowdale takes on Arlington tomorrow, 2 o'clock on Thursday here at the Tacoma Dome. The number two Arlington Eagles girls, they've already advanced to the quarterfinals, so they will play tomorrow at 2 o'clock as well. We'll come back, take a look at the first half numbers, our score at the half. It's Auburn 19, Arlington 19. Back with more at the Tacoma Dome after this timeout. When you need to get a screwdriver fast for that one weird screw, Ace is the place. When you want to get that luxury riding lawnmower you've been researching for months, Ace is the place. And for everything in between, Ace is the place. Ace Hardware is where convenience meets quality. And when you shop at the Ace Hardware in Lake Stevens, you're shopping at an Eaglestad Ace Hardware, locally owned by Christine Eaglestad. She lives here. Her kids went to school here. She's dedicated to the Lake Stevens community. So the next time you find a weird screw, or when it's time to get that riding mower, stop in to your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware in Lake Stevens. Websites are an extremely powerful business tool that you may not be using to your full potential. Hi, I'm Todd Hootery, owner of Inquisitech, a web design and search optimization agency in Snohomish. And here's a tip for you. A lot of people say, our business is word of mouth. However, what if you could also have a sales tool that worked for you 24-7 and brought in qualified leads? Search leads are often highly qualified leads because they are people looking for a business that can solve their problem right now. At Inquisitech, we can help you grow your business with a website that makes it easy for your customers to find and connect with you. Get a free website analysis at SnohomishWebDesign.com. There's more to discover at Odyssey 2, now open in their new location on Evergreen Way in Claremont. More room means more stuff, more jewelry, more coins, more military surplus, and more firearms at Odyssey 2. Conveniently located between Harbor Freight and Grocery Outlet in Everett. There's so much to shop at Odyssey 2. New location now open. More guns, more coins, more jewelry, and more military surplus. Odyssey 2 on Facebook or across from the old Ford dealership on Evergreen Way. Get the competitive edge in the job market with SlaterInsuranceSchool.com. Launch a new career with insurance classes live, in person, in Linwood, or audit them on Zoom. Slater Insurance School also offers online self-study, so you can learn at your own pace on your terms. And for existing insurance pros, Slater offers continuing education courses, so you can stay on top of your requirements. Slater Insurance School. Change your career, change your life. SlaterInsuranceSchool.com. We're live here at the Tacoma Dome for the Class 3A Boys Basketball Tournament, the WIAA Giza Credit Union State Basketball Tournament here at the Tacoma Dome. The winner of this ball game, we're tied at halftime between Auburn and Arlington at 19. The winner plays Eastside Catholic tomorrow. That's at 7.15 tomorrow night. If Arlington holds out and can win that one, we will have it for you right here on KRKO. Let's take a look at the first half numbers when we go to Buddy Patrick. And we'll start with the Auburn Trojans for the team. They shot eight for 21 from the field in that first half, one for seven from beyond the arc, and four for five from the line. Individually scoring, leading all scorers in that first half, uh, Balson with 13 points and four points apiece for uh, Tyrell Nichols and Jalen Petty. Six turnovers for the Trojans. For the Arlington Eagles, as the team for the team, seven for 24 from the field, three for nine from three-point range, and no free throws in that first half for the Eagles. David Zachman leads the team for the Eagles, nine points in that first half. Leighton Martin with two threes. He has six points and two points for Ty Rusko. Five turnovers for the Eagles. Just to update you, both teams have made their way back out onto the floor, although the clocks are dead, completely dead, completely blank. They couldn't get the... Uh, well, they're not dead. They just won't stop talking back. <laughs> yeah. The, the uh, 
the horn kept going off. So there looks like they've gone to, and I'll tell you, and I, kind of exaggerating a little bit, but it is 1970s technology. This is the original scoreboard that was put into the Tacoma Dome when they built this place, and that was in the late 70s. was just after the King Dome. You know, Tom, uh, Buddy Patrick has joked about it earlier, but, you know, of all the things we've invested in for the WIAA, maybe well, this is, uh, it's not the WIAA. It's, it's, it's the Tacoma Dome. Yes, yes. But I'd love to say, uh, is can, who can put a little pressure on him to say, Hey, guys, we might need to move it at least into the 90s. I mean, at least can we get some technology from the 2000s? Um, but, uh, yeah, this will be interesting to see because it looks like we got a lot of uh, a lot of Tacoma Dome people mixed with some WAA people. And uh, I'll be curious to see what happens here. <laughs> and, and, and I can tell you that I heard from the uh, – gentleman that happened to be sitting in the same seats we were earlier today the reason we have such good seats from a competing radio station he said they had nick hoffman on on their show today and apparently the city of tacoma slash the tacoma dome up to the ranter of changed the um so we may not be here permanently on the basketball football's gone football's gone and and rightly so having been to the football state championship and seeing kind of the the new seating arrangement, it, it, it needed to go. I just I, I felt that, it, just my personal opinion. Right. It, it wasn't the same atmosphere. I do feel like basketball, as as tough as it is, uh, you know, a few things about it aren't great, but I, I love the fact if, if you've never been down to the Conoma State Tournament, <clears throat> you can sit, everybody talks about, you can sit on the curtain, which means about the midpoint of the dome, and you can look to your left and see the boys' court. You can look to the right and see the girls' court, and you're able to see both. So as one gets closer, you can be like, oh, that one's a really close game, and your attention kind of goes to that one. It's really exciting to get to watch both the top girls in the state of Washington, the top boys in the state of Washington, 3A, 4A, all on the same roof. The head official, the referee, Felix Hernandez, as we mentioned, is over talking with Andy Barnes from the WIAA and Nick Brown and Ryan Hansen, the two head coaches, and they're all talking over at center court. And so I'm thinking that we're going to get some kind of information. Let's let's kind of listen yeah. in here. Joel, take off your headset. You get to listen. As Joel's listening to this, the, two, the officials are talking here as to whether or not we're going to get the, um, the uh, scoreboards back up. So the officials are talking, and and see if it, it it sounds like they're saying if it doesn't work <laughs> you know this is the state championship comment it might start feel, feel like a summer league game it might be it might be keeping it it sounds like on a stopwatch uh and it could be yelling right. things out i'm not sure what they're gonna do with the 30 second shock like that could be an interesting thing um because that actually does there's some games it doesn't play a right. meaningful part in it at all right this game it does with yep. these two half court yep. defenses we've already had a couple uh, one or two, I think, 30-second shot clock violations uh, by the Arlington offense with great defense by the Auburn Trojans. Uh, Auburn hasn't had a shot clock violation on them, but Arlington's defense has worked them down to under 10, so this is definitely something that would come into play. Um, but we'll have to see what occurs and if they can get it working. And if not, yeah, well, the great thing is we have, a, we have the top officials in the state here, Steve, or Tom. We, yeah. we have the ability for them to be able to – adapt and be flexible we have two great coaches you can see nick brown's uh, his demeanor as they said something to him he just kind of shrugged his shoulder and kind of grinned at ryan hansen robert said okay you know like whatever you're going to say we're going to say so it affects both teams the same way uh or doesn't affect in the same way 
after all that conversation, <laughs> they they did swap out the boards. And I'm not kidding you. It looks like a K-Pro or a, a old um, Atari, right? <laughs> I. I don't even know what it looks like because I don't know Atari well enough, Tom. I mean, I'm old, but I'm not that old. But I am that old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they uh, swapped out the board, so apparently we're going to be okay, we hope. Well, and you, you kind of even wonder, do you, can you unplug the horn, the sound capabilities, and maybe that, that cord, would they be able to just unplug that and just use an air horn? It sounds hilarious to be suggesting that, and yet I don't know, whatever you got to do. But right now it's working. Um, and, and it's a it's a module that uses floppy disks, and I'm talking you're, you're actually floppy, mean, yeah, floppy disks. The ones with the hole in the middle, <laughs> yes. not the ones that slide to the side that are the no, hard no, floppy disks. Yeah. No. So here we go. We're going to get underway in the second half. Ty Rusko is going to throw it in in front of us as Arlington will have it. They'll be moving to our left here in the second half. We've got a brand-new ball game. It's a 19-19 score. Whoever wins this final 16 minutes is going to play Eastside Catholic tomorrow. The loser is going to be really unhappy, and they're going to be done. It's going to be a bad pass inside to Zachman, stolen away by Lubins. Down in the corner, right corner, three ball on the way. Side iron, no good. Jalen Petty kept alive by Arlington. And out of backcourt, here comes Willis out of backcourt. He faces four guys that drop back on defense, so he kicks it out to Martin, top of the key. He tried to force a pass over to Willis, goes and gets it himself again, down to 18 to shoot, back out to Martin, looked at an NBA three, didn't take it, reach-in foul is going to be called on Tyrell Nichols. And that's the one time the Leighton Martin wishes that foul hadn't been called because it kind of was part of like the Red Sea right there. There was no defender in his way, and he had a nice little easy finger roll land, but the foul was called up top. So Arlington basketball still reset that 30-shot clock. First personal foul, first team foul. It was on Nichols, so it'll be Arlington basketball. Fadeaway jumper deep in the right-hand corner by Rusco won't go, and the foul's called, and we're going to march the other way, and that means it's going to be whistled here on an Arlington Eagle. David Sackman picks up the foul. That's his second personal foul, and the first team foul of the second half. I'll leave it up at one team foul each. The scores all even up at 19 points each. We're a minute into the sec- third quarter. Ball went out of bounds. Last touch by Leighton Martin. He tried to do some self-officiating. It's a, which goes that way. And the, and Felix Hernandez says, no, it doesn't go that way. It'll still be Auburn's basketball. They have it. Bounce pass deep in the corner. They're going to dump it down low. Then going down low and then on the floor, we're going to have a timeout call here by Easton Rutledge. Almost lost a handle on it, and so quickly Ryan Hansen of Auburn calls a timeout. We'll keep it right here, give you some scores of other ball games from the games that were just completed before we went on the air. In 4A girls, Kamiakan defeated Bothell, final of 62-52. to 2A girls, Othello defeated Linden, wow, 33-31. 1A boys, Zilla defeated Seattle Academy, 80-55. to 2B girls, Rainier defeated Upper Columbia Academy 54-50. And 1B boys, the 5-30 game, Cusick defeated Mount Vernon Christian 56-50 in overtime. And you are caught up. We mentioned earlier, Mariner boys and Everett girls are done. Linwood girls are done as well. Montlake Terrace boys, Stanwood girls, Meadowdale girls will advance into the second day of the tournament. And the winner of this game will as well. Going in, Rusko laying up good. He goes hard to the floor. 
On the inbound pass, it went to Leighton Martin. He found Rusko breaking to the hoop. He went in and and one coming up here, and Ty Rusko will be at the line. He's your guy, Ty Rusko. Oh, man. I've watched Ty Rusko so much on a tennis court. Just watched him on a baseball diamond. Love watching him here. He always is the defender that guards the best offensive player in their team, the best guard. I mean, he's been doing a yeoman's job on Jalen Petty, the league MVP for Auburn, uh, holding him down to just a couple buckets in that first half. Uh, but Ty Rusko, he is a competitor, Tom. Of all the words I'd say, he's a fighter, he's a competitor. He's not the biggest guy, but he has a huge heart. And he knows what he's – free throw is good. He knows what he's doing Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, he, he's going to the state tennis tournament. Uh, hopefully for uh, for his sake, he doesn't have to choose between that and the, the Arlington baseball team going to the state tournament too, or the state championship game actually. But um, But what a special player. Dribbling in, Tyrell Nichols lays it up and in. It's good and pulls Ar- Arlington – it, leading it now 22-21. And we're going to have a foul called here. Is it going to be a technical foul? Yeah. Nichols picks up a technical foul. I don't know uh, if he said I, something. I'm, or? I'm guessing it was something that was said. Because I didn't see... I didn't, I didn't see anything visually that, that was out of the ordinary, per se, in that, that play, but... Immediately a T assessed. And uh, late Martin at the line. First free throw good. He's all by himself. Second one is good as well. Off the technical foul. That was his second personal foul as well. Third team foul. Arlington leads at 24 21. 6.37 to go. This kind of has a game feel, Tom, that with being such low scoring because such great defense. You feel that this is one that if someone can get an eight-point lead, it's going to feel more like a 15-point lead yeah. just because it's such low scoring. And Bassett's are such a premium right here. Rusko brings it out of backcourt, gives it up to Martin. Martin changes direction three, four, five, six times, goes in, lays it up. Missed it, no oh. good. It was fancy, but he couldn't get it to go in. Long pass down, going in, and a foul is going to be called on Rusko. That prevented an easy lay-in by Samaj Brown. He's going to have to earn him at the free-throw line. He just kind of brushed him a little bit. Yeah, and that's a, that's one of those frustrating things. Rusko actually, just through his, his effort and hustle, he sprinted down the court so fast. He had no clue where the ball was. With that ball been thrown about 60 feet in the air, if he'd looked up right there, he would have just caught that little over-the-shoulder Willie Mays style, would have been able to grab that pass and pick it off, but instead got called for the foul. Second personal on Rusko, Devin Anderson is at the free throw line. He's the guy that got fouled. He hits the first free throw and pulls Auburn to within two at 24-22 with the second free throw coming up. It's airborne, and it is not clean but good, and it's a one-point ball game. Arlington 24, Auburn 23. And Rusko and Martin bring it out of backcourt. Arlington moving to our left, going in, laying up, no good. High in the air, grabbing the rebound is Valson. And then on the outlet, it's going to be kicked around, finally grabbed by Zachman. Zachman dribbles it himself, goes in, lays it up and in. He's got 11 points in the ballgame, kind of sloppy ball movement there by Auburn, allowed the turnover, and Zachman to get the bucket, and it's 26-23. Valson to the baseline, almost going out of bounds, kicks it out for a wide, wide open three that won't drop for Samaj Brown, but the follow-up will by Nichols. He gets the rebound off the miss, and it's a one-point ball game again. Five and a half minutes to play in this third quarter. Long pass over the right side. Willis saved from going out of bounds, but right into the hands of Jalen Petty, but he throws into the hands of Rusko. Now to Martin, 
we're going to have a pushing foul called away for the basketball. And they're sending Nick Brown back to the bench. <laughs> Nick Brown, and I and I was I, I couldn't tell what they were calling right there if that was a... What did they call? I think they actually stopped and called a reset on the shot clock. Oh, okay. Because they said it said it changed possession enough. No foul there. But I think that's what Nick Nick Brown was frustrated with is because Leighton Martin had a beautiful look at a three-pointer. It did miss, uh, but they waved it off and gave Arlington back possession. How about this Martin going in and laying it up no good? He gets fouled this time. Yeah, I, I saw the whistle, and then they stopped, and they didn't signal a foul. But, yeah, it was just a reset on the clock. Yep, and, and I understand, too, Nick Brown right there, I think, thought they were going to give possession the other way. Or maybe thought right. there was a, a foul call against his guys. But, no, it was just to reset it and then give Arlington, keep Arlington with the possession of the basketball. Samaj Brown picks up the foul. That's his first personal foul. And the fourth team foul, Leighton Martin hits the first free throw. He hits the second free throw. He's got 10 points in the ballgame. The lead is three with 5-10 to play in the third quarter. Petty brings it across the timeline to Anderson. Dribble drive to the baseline. Boy, foul. Yeah, they're going to call the offensive foul. That was a late call. Yep. yep. That was late by Felix Hernandez. But he made the right one. Yep. Uh, I, for At least from my vantage point, I did see that arm extend. Uh, a separation created because of the extension of the arm right there by Nichols. And Tyrell Nichols picks up his third personal foul, the fifth team foul. These have all been legitimate fouls, too. Yep, yep. They're they're definitely letting him play. If there's a foul, it's earned. Martin keeps going in and keeps laying it up. But this time, unlike the other times, it goes in. And it's out now to a five-point lead. That's Arlington's biggest lead of this contest, 30-25. That is Jalen Petty goes in, missed the lay-in. No good. Battle for the rebound is going to be won by... Arlington grabbed by Aiden Meese, who's in the ball game. And Nichols is on the bench for Auburn with three fouls right now. He's their he's their their main primary ball handler, point guard. He's also the defensive MVP of their league. So without him there, see if Arlington can't maybe extend this five point lead they have. Here's a fadeaway jumper on the way. No good by Zachman. Offside rebound grabbed by Samaj Brown. Outlet pass up the floor. Quickly comes Auburn. The ball's going to be knocked out and grabbed. Safe from going out of bounds. So the steal and the grab from out of bounds by Martin. And he gives it on the outlet up the floor to Rusko. Now to Zachman to the baseline. Goes in. Reverse lay in. It's good. Oh, that B barely was able to get that curl over the rim. And he let out a nice roar right there with excitement. There's her seven-point lead. 32-25. 350 to play and a turnover here by Auburn they've got nine turnovers in the ball game the winner will advance and they will play Eastside Catholic tomorrow 715 on a Thursday down here in the Tacoma Dome Arlington comes in at 19 and 5 overall 13 and 2 in league play 3 and 1 in the postseason they lost the district championship game to Mount Lake Terrace, who won earlier today. Little runner with the right hand, no good by Leighton Martin. Rebound grabbed by Auburn. Samaj Brown out of backcourt. Feed it over right-hand side. Double pump, and a foul is going to be called. Almost no no chance that it wasn't going to be a foul. As Chandler had it the right baseline. And David Zachman comes up, and he commits his third personal foul. And I think they're saying they're signaling from the bench. Assistant coach Bryson and Nick Brown giving him the three. What do you mean three? <laughs> you, you have three personal fouls. First Z- free throw, no good. <laughs> and Zach would look back and give a thumbs up like, yeah, got it. Yep, got it. 
Got it. They're leaving him in there. They're, that's that's trusting that senior to play right there, play through that that three fouls. And I've seen Zach been play with some foul trouble before, and he's a pretty smart player when it comes to that. And Latebrion Chandler misses both free throws. Oh, I you know he would have gotten points if it's a if it's if he can touch every part of the rim in the backboard. <laughs> he he got points that way, but neither one was able to go through the hoop. Zachman fadeaway jumper off the pass from Martin won't go. Gets his own rebound. They're going to call a foul here yeah. on Martin, Leighton Martin, which they're lucky because it might have, maybe could have been on Zachman. Well, and Martin, uh, I don't think it was just because Zachman came in and got the loose ball that was there and laid it up and in, but unfortunately doesn't count. Martin did a really nice clear-out job. Leighton uh, <laughs> Martin picks up his second personal foul, fourth team foul. 3-11 to play in the third quarter, 32-25 Arlington. Auburn with the basketball. The home white uniforms trimmed in green and black. An outside jumper, no good by Petty. And then hard to the floor goes Latebrion Chandler. Leighton Martin just picked up another foul. That's his third personal foul. And the fifth team foul. So team fouls all even up at five apiece. This game may be decided at the free throw line. Well, I absolutely think so, Tom. It's a, a, yeah, they're going to... They're going to pull Martin right here, I think, and he's pretty fresh. He doesn't want to come out, but they're going to pull him. As much as anything, get your legs under you, get your head right. You're just fine. Uh, but see if you can't. With this with this seven-point lead, you can kind of nurse it for a bucket or two, maybe get a minute or a minute 30 out of it before you need to bring him back. There's an outside three, two ball. That's a two. They gave him a two for Jalen Petty up and in, and it's 32-27. It was a long shot, but it was just a two. Now Zachman out of backcourt. Playing the point guard now at the left wing. To the top of the key they go. Right side to Aiden Meese. Dribbles in. Kicks it back out. That's Rusko. Rusko lost the handle on it. They're battling for it. It's going to be finally won by Auburn. Grabbed by Carter Hansen going in. That's going to be a, well, sort of a slam dunk by Valson. Leuven's Valson went up there and half-heartedly slam dunked it. That's the first points of the half for Valson. And it's 32-29. Arlington now by three. They've led by as much as five in the ballgame. Actually, it was up by seven in the ballgame. Zachman has it at the right baseline. Give it off to Willis. Starts the dribble, swings around left side. It goes to Rusko. Down to two minutes of play in the third quarter. The lead is three. Three to shoot. Fadeaway jumper. Bounces off the front of the iron. No good. Missed by Willis. Grabbed by Auburn. Jalen Petty out of backcourt. As they swing it to the baseline, going in. Reverse lay-in. Won't go. Follow-up. That won't go either. The reverse lay-in was by Lubitz Valson. He missed that one. The follow-up by Chandler, that wouldn't go either. And a timeout called by Arlington. I think Nick Brown just wants to kind of uh, tighten up the lug nuts a little bit. Well, and he also, he's bringing Leighton Martin back here. And so he wanted, he had him sitting there for about 30, 45 seconds. He didn't want to go one more possession without without his uh, his best playmaker, um, best ball handler leading the charge right there. So Leighton Martin coming back with three fouls. Um, we really seem to break down this Auburn Trojans half-court man-to-man, just really stout defense. It's really been a lot of Leighton Martin, just his incredible uh, prowess as a ball handler, be able to get people off balance enough to then create a situation where an Auburn Trojan needs to come help and open up one of his teammates, and he has a great eyes for dishing off that ball. So Martin is definitely the key uh, to Auburn getting, or excuse me, for Arlington to maintain this three-point lead. We said it was seven when he left. Down to three, bring them back here, see if they can't get it back up. Stay with us. We've got the Rainier Beach and Shortcrest coming your way. We're already sitting here. Might as well do the ball game. Might as well. Why not? <laughs> Watching. Keep basketball. my front row seat. That's right. 
watching basketball here at the Tacoma Dome. A minute 40 to go in the third quarter after the timeout. Eagles will inbound. Leighton Martin comes back into the lineup, starts the dribble, swings it right side to Rusco. He goes in around the defender, kicks it back to the top of the key to Aiden Meese. Lost the handle on it, but then going and getting it is Rusco almost tripped up. Goes down low to Meese, goes in, laying up, no good. Battle for the rebound, won by Meese, back up. It won't go. This time the rebound grabbed by Petty for Auburn. Trojans out of backcourt, swing it right-hand side, going in. Little step through, Euro step move, that won't go. It's a miss by Samaj Brown. It went out of bounds. Last touch by Zachman. It will be Auburn basketball. They'll inbound it underneath their own hoop with 1.09 to play in the third quarter. 32-29 the score. Arlington by three. They'll throw it in. Carter Hansen will throw it in. Get it down low. Turnaround jumper. Rims off. They've had a lot of shots that won't go. Yep. Then a foul is going to be called here. Samaj Brown, and they're going to call Brown for the foul, trying to go get his own. That's just frustration right there. Yeah, no, absolutely that was. He just missed that kind of that chippy lane. He was over Zachman. It's a tough shot, but but he did not get that to fall, and he went right over a couple Arlington defenders. Both worked hard at boxing him out. And the thing I love is if Arlington doesn't box out in that possession on that player, they don't get the call, and they don't deserve it. Hook pass over the right-hand corner to Meese as the – Martin was being double teamed. Meese puts up a shot. It's going to be short, but Zachman grabs the rebound and puts it up and in. And the lead is five at 34 29. We're at 40 seconds to play in the third quarter. Across the timeline for Auburn comes Jalen Petty. Goes to Lubin's Valson. Back to the basket out the high post. Turns, faces, goes in with the left hand against Zachman. Missed the shot. But Carter Vance grabs the rebound of the corner. Shortest guy on the floor puts it up. He misses a point blank, about a three-footer that wouldn't go. Wow. They're just unlucky on this end of the floor. And holding for one. Last shot for Arlington here. 11, nine seconds left to go. Down to eight, down to seven. Out by the center line is Martin. Down to four, down to three. Martin will let it go for a three. Rattles off no good. Rebound grabbed by Jalen Petty. We head to the fourth quarter. Somebody's heading to the quarterfinals, and somebody's heading home. And it's all going to happen eight minutes from now. Arlington 34, Auburn 29. Fourth quarter coming up right here on KRKO. Here's design consultant Lori Butner from Abby Van Dam Carpet and More in Marysville. What I love most about what I can do is I really enjoy going out to a customer's home and doing an in-home consultation and help them find the best pattern or the best style or color that would work with all the furnishings they already have in their home and help them create a happy, stylish living style. An endless array of colors, patterns, and styles available in the floor window treatment and countertop market today we can meet your creative appetite our experienced designers can guide you in making the best flooring decisions we do countertop materials quartz granite orion natural stone and slab we also do ceramic tiles and porcelain tiles laminated flooring luxury vinyl paint carpet for sure definitely carpet carpet flooring and window covering for more information go to abby van dam carpet well, Joel Boyer, this is not going to be one of those 84-82 um, ball games. <laughs> no, but this might be a 46-45 game, though, Tom. And any game that's only on one possession is going to be an exciting one. 
Arlington leads at 34-29. We get set to go. Underway now. Hit a little runner on the inbounds. It's going to be up and in by Terrell Nichols as Auburn scores off the inbounds for the quarter. And it's within three now. Arlington 34, Auburn 31. Leighton Martin, point guard, brings it across the timeline. Willis has it. Out between the circles. They've got to play a little weave game here. Martin spins away from the defender, turns, faces, fires, 15-footer that won't go. And they're going to call a foul here. It's going to be on Zachman. Yep. And Samaj Brown did a really, really great job boxing out for Auburn right there. What an incredible box out to force that as an over-the-back by Zachman. The Arlington coaching staff right now well, is... Yeah, Nick Brown looked at the <laughs> other four guys on the coaching oh, staff, and they geez. all gave him a blank stare. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, what yeah, should exactly. I do? Yeah, I'm, I gave Ken Roberts that blank stare a lot of times. Sorry about that, Ken. <laughs> now that I see it across the floor, I see how bad that was. Deep in the right-hand corner, three ball on the way. Rims oh! out. Whoa, how did that it, miss? It deserves at least one point out of three for getting that far down the well, but nothing at all right there. Miss Beckett. By Petty. Oh, jeez. And then he almost knocked the ball away and got a steal. Arlington with it, leading by three. Seven minutes to play in the basketball game. David Zachman has it way out topside. He'll give it off to Rusko. He goes in, laying up. No, they're going to call the offensive foul. No basket. It's gr- great call. I mean, this yep. is, Tom, this is just making me excited as a defensive coach, as someone who appreciates seeing hard-nosed defense. I mean, you had you have Lufens Valson right there. He's listed at 6'2". Tom, I don't quite believe that 6'2". He looks like he's more like 6'4". Um, that he could obviously go up. We've seen him dunk in this game already, but he wore that charge. He saw Russell yep. come in. He got himself set, shoulders square, took that, went to the floor. Really impressed by him right there, giving his body up for his team. Rusko's third personal foul, seventh team foul, but it's player control, so no shots here, but it'll be bonus the rest of the way. Actually for both teams now. As Auburn working it, top of the key, Jalen Petty dribbles to the baseline. Chandler actually give it out out underneath put, put up jumper with the left hand good by Lubin's Valson he's got 17 points in the ball game and it's a one point game Arlington 34-33 6-23 to play in the game and with Zachman on the bench for Arlington with four fouls this is a long there's six minutes 16 seconds up we're gonna have to see when he comes back I've got to believe Nick Brown's probably gonna bring him back score dependent of course <clears throat> but I'm thinking he's probably gonna be bring him back probably around the four minute mark Tom Give him a little time to rest. Get his legs back under him. But the best thing we can see right now is that Arlington is in the bonus. It looks like Leighton Martin, when we come back from a timeout here, he's going to be shooting one-on-one. Timeout on the floor. Called here by the Auburn Trojans. We'll step out. 6.16 to play in regulation time. Arlington 34, Auburn 33. Back with more after this timeout. Building communities. That's a specialty of Smoky Point Concrete, and they're looking for some new people who share their vision. Smoky Point Concrete and Skagit ReadyMix are hiring CDL drivers and non-drivers to grow the business and continue a proud tradition. Contact Smoky Point Concrete for more information. Growing a team, building a community. Smoky Point Concrete, an equal opportunity employer. Contact Smoky Point Concrete for more information. Wednesday night basketball at the Tacoma Dome brought to you in part by the Lake Stevens Ace Hardware Store, Glass by Lund, the Snohomish County PUD, Dave & Buster's by Everett Engineering, Marysville Toyota, and most steer clear from the Washington State Traffic Safety Commission. 34-33. One-point lead for Arlington. Six minutes and 16 seconds to go in the game. And Leighton Martin is going to be at the free throw line here. 
Is he? No. Yep. Yeah, he is. Okay. And this is one of the best things that can happen for the Arlington Eagles with Zachman on the bench with four fouls. Leighton Martin, specifically, their best free throw shooter on the season. The more that he can get to into the lane, get to the free throw line, I would like to say this might be a, uh, well, he missed it. Buddy Patrick jinxed him in my ear. I could hear he's four for four until that one. And he missed it. So here we go. Arlington gives it up now to Auburn. They have it. It's defending state 3A boys champion, the Auburn Trojans. A little different path this year after last year with a whole bunch of seniors graduating. Auburn with it. Samaj Brown has it. Swing it to the top of the key to Nichols down underneath. Oh, they're going to call a foul. And then going up there was Lubens Valson to jam it. It's going to be the foul happened before any of that happened. So erase the grabbing the rim and holding on and going for a slam dunk. It's going to be Lubens Valson going to the free throw line. And that was the first time we'd seen Arlington not be in their man-to-man. It was more of a switching man, a little bit of a, a kind of, it wasn't really a 1-3-1, one, one, but a little bit more of a switching man there. And there goes the clock, just turned off on us, of course. Yep. <laughs> oh, jeez. Aiden Meese was the guilty party there. That's his first personal foul and the eighth team foul. But, Tom, that was kind of a, a backpick play that I think Auburn's had. They actually did a backpick play for a bucket for Nichols from from uh, Lucen Val or from uh, from Lubens Valson on the first play of the second half, and you feel that right there they saw something and they realized we can get our backpick play again from the half court. But here comes Zachman. I guess it's not going to work quite the the amount of time I wanted, but it's not 9:34 left in the. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're going to adjust the clock here. There's the, it's not the second quarter either. We've had some clock and mechanical problems here. In the Tacoma Dome, as we mentioned, 1970s technology. Does anybody know how much time was left? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the they do on the uh, the computerized play-by-play. They have that. Yep. It looks that, like that's what they're going to right now is how much time was left. What, what was the time at the last mm-hmm. last event? So they're going to be at 5:48 to play here. We're in the fourth quarter. Okay, eight and seven on the team fouls. I think we're good. And you got Zachman back in the game for Arlington with four fouls. Leighton Martin with three. Definitely something that Zachman can't be as aggressive underneath with those box outs and those rebounds. Leuven's Valson misses the first free throw. He could have tied the ball game. Instead, they're still down by one. He has the ball back. Another free throw coming. It's up, and it is good. And we are tied for the seventh time this evening good looking lefty stroke right there by lubens valson 34 34 tie here comes arlington with it martin has it in the corner willis shoots a three switch down it goes for willis in the corner it makes the uh, basket go up and get all tangled up so they'll fix that and rather than the official throw the basketball it was jalen petty says i got it goes up and just grabs the the rim easily or grabs the uh, basket easily so the lead is three 37 34 five and a half minutes to play in the game here comes auburn in the home white jerseys trimmed in green and black moving to our right jalen petty has it up by the tacoma dome logo in the center of the floor he starts to dribble goes in left side one hand pass deep in the left hand corner to nichols he goes in and then back out for a shot on the way won't go for chandler 
who's got it back up one more time by Auburn. Will they get it again? No, the ball goes out of bounds. But they say last touch by Arlington. A couple of shots here for Auburn. They're just not falling. But they're retaining possession. That ball was out off an Arlington Eagle. Not sure who there. Nichols will throw it in way out to Petty out by the center line. He had to go high in the air to grab that one. Leighton Martin couldn't afford to go be aggressive and see if he could tap that out, though, with his three fouls as well. Nichols top of the key. Swing a pass right side. 15 to shoot. Five minutes to go in the game. Turnaround jumper on the way by Petty. Won't go. Offside board back up by Chandler. It's up and it's in. Latebrian Chandler with the bucket. And Arlington is leading by one, 37-36. Recall they came down and hit a three a little earlier after a tie. And this is the guy. Willis has it. Dribbles across the top of the key. 4.38 to play in the game. Martin has it out by the tee of Tacoma Dome. Starts to dribble. Going in against Valson. Here's a fadeaway jumper. Too high off the glass. No good. Petty grabs the rebound. Not sure that's a shot they wanted. Coming down, going in, one step through, move, no good, fouls call. I think they're going to call Willis for the blocking foul. Yep, yep, and I think it's a good call. He never got his feet set. He never really tried to, to get back there and give that body up. Uh, just made the contact. Kind of that feeling that they haven't really called it too, too touch foul, too, uh, too tight this night. I do think it was a, it affected the outcome of the shot, though, so. First free throw, no good for Terrell Nichols. That one could have tied it. But now all he can do is tie it. Nichols at the free throw line. The foul had been called on Willis, his first. Ninth team foul. The free throw is good. And we're tied 37 all. 419 to go. Full court man-to-man pressure. No run and jump right here by Auburn. Just full court pressure. They bring it up. Willis has it the left wing. Up oh, here's a steal. It's going to be grabbed going in. Chandler lay it up and good. And for the first time in a long time, the lead goes back to the Auburn Trojans. They lead it 39-37. They've led by as much as three in the ball game. Now here is Martin going in. He puts it up wildly and it goes oh, in. Oh boy. <clears throat> I don't know how that went in. We're tied at 39. I felt that was Martin putting it up, hoping to maybe get a foul called for his favor, but got that off. We have a foul called. Fouls underneath. It kind of driving through there was Lubens Valson. They're going to get Leighton Martin on this yep. one. That's his fourth, but Zachman won't foul out. I thought there was a chance that was going to happen. Lubens Valson, the 6'2 junior, goes to the free throw line for Auburn. You know what I love right there, Tom? Nick. Leighton Martin is just not happy about that call. He looks at his coach and says, I didn't touch him. And Nick Brown looks at him and gives him two thumbs up and just shakes his head and gives him two thumbs up. Basically, play on, son. It's all right. Get through it. First free throw, good. Makes it 40-39. Auburn by one. Lubens Valson has the ball, breathes deeply, sends the ball up and won't go. But a rebound grabbed down by Terrell Nichols of Auburn. So they'll reload the offense here. Chance to increase their lead. They've led by as much as three in the game. 3.31 to play in the game. Out by the center line is Jalen Petty on the dribble. Guarded there by Rusko. Dribbles in. Fadeaway jumper. That'll be a two. That's an air ball. Won't go. And grabbing the rebound there out of midair was Leighton Martin. Martin brings out a backcourt. Hooks a pass left side to Failer. Down low to Zachman. Goes in. Tries to slam dunk. Won't go. Tap-up won't go as well. 
being knocked to the floor was Rusco. He's wondering why there's no call. Auburn comes out, and they'll shoot a three on the way. Air ball again. Miss safe from going out of bounds. High in the air, and then we're going to have a foul call. Pushing off, and I think Valson. <laughs> <laughs> that ball got the Samaj Brown threw that ball about 50, 60 feet in the air, Tom. And and Zachman camped under it, and Valson camped over it, and Ryan's about to both jump. All of a sudden, Zachman was laying on the ground. I have no idea how that happened. I think they called fair catch interference. <laughs> I think Valson gave him a forearm shiver and said, what do you mean? How did I get the ball? So it'll be first and ten Eagles at the Auburn 27-yard line. 40-39 <laughs> the score, Auburn by one. Eagles with it. Down low it goes. Going in, laying oh. up good. Nice look there. They got it to Willis for the lay-in, and it's back to a lead again for the Arlington Eagles, 41-40. to 40. This one's going right down to the wire. Nichols, top of the key, now gives it off to Valson. They swing it around. Chandler, deep in the right-hand corner now, Samaj Brown. He dribbles out, gives himself some space, and he puts up a two and drains it from 16 feet away. And it's 42-41, back to the lead for Auburn. We've seen Samaj Brown miss some, <clears throat> kind of some uncontested 10-footers. I feels like the higher degree of difficulty for him and the, the easier it is for him to make that. Just kind of the reverse, if you will. Willis looked at a three ball, didn't take it at the left wing. Goes underneath. Latebrion Chandler will tap it out of bounds with 10 on the shot clock, 2.03 on the game clock. Arlington will inbound it down by 142-41. Inbounds into backcourt to Leighton Martin. Quickly into front court he comes, goes around the screen, set there by Zachman. He'll fade away, put it up, a little off balance, won't go. Rebound kept alive by Auburn. They can afford to take a little time here. As Chandler brings it into front court. Now to Nichols, to Valson. Valson, yep, they're just spending some time. Ball on his hip is Nichols. Now Meese comes up and gets right in his face. Nichols goes in, puts it off the window and in. Banks it in, and it's 44-41. Auburn equals their biggest lead of the ball game. Minute 28 to play. See if Arlington can handle the pressure here. Bounce pass to Meese. Back to the basket. Out to Willis. Look at a three. Didn't take it. Now he goes to Rusco. Back out to Martin again. Martin has a guy at his grill, so he goes around him, puts it up with the right hand, and they're going to call an offensive foul on Leighton Martin. And that is his fifth personal foul. And, Tom, I'm going to be honest. I, I don't like that call at all. I think he undercut him. I think Tiberian Chandler right there, or Latabrian Chandler, excuse me, I thought did a, a pretty coy move right there. Not Nothing against his play right there, but I felt that that was one of those that he snuck underneath and just got himself to fall trying to get that call on Martin. Nick Brown's going to rally his troops around him. He's got 30 seconds to make that substitution call. And, and so they are going to put in Jacob Failer. Leighton Martin will sit now as he is fouled out of the ballgame. And there's... Oh, the clock has gone out again. <laughs> so this is an even longer timeout here as the clock has gone dead. And, you know, honestly, Tom, Leighton Martin is such he, – he's the catalyst for this yep. Arlington Eagles team. Uh, I think Zachman might have more points or, or right around there, but, but this squad runs with Leighton Martin in the game. And we saw the little time they had him out of the game. It, it's not that they're that they're lost without him, but, but it's just – it's that feeling he he's the quarterback, yes, on the football team, but also here at that point guard position, the quarterback of the basketball team. 
the way they go, the way the Arlington Eagles go is with Leighton Martin there. Um, really look for probably Ty Rusco, Zachman Willis to kind of try to step into that role. But let's see if they can't make that come from behind that they need right now. I think it's a minute 10. I don't know. The clock's dead. But uh, I believe it's a minute 10 possibly left on the clock. As they're looking for someone now that can plug this thing in, as the, both both the scoreboards are dead. There's a um, that's a regular Dactronic one to our left hanging way up high, and it's just a small little postage stamp of a scoreboard. That dead. And then the big scoreboard to our right, which is when you get to the semifinals and finals, we'll put up the score totals and the fouls and things like that. But that is dead as well. And it's been in here a long time. And we've mentioned it when they took football out because they just couldn't put it here anymore. It's much more of a concert venue here. It's you know they used to say sports and entertainment. You can really take the sports out of the uh, Tacoma yeah. Dome, really, except for the basketball tournament. And it's good for the wrestling tournament a couple weeks ago too. Yeah, yeah, it was great for the Mac Classic, uh, the Hardwood Classic, what is what they're calling this, I believe. But it's you know it, yeah, you, you just feel that to continue to do this, and hearing the Tacoma Dome, uh, you know, possibly has has raised possibly some rates even for the WA to be here. Uh, I'm sure there's a committee looking at different sites, different places. And they actually looked at this in the last probably five, ten years. I've heard them looking at this a number of different times. Um, and, you know, it, it goes back to the, the, the thing I feel of of having it all in one place, having the 3A right. and the 4A and the girls and the guys, everybody together, it just makes an awesome basketball venue. If all of a sudden you start splitting them up to – Oh, I don't know, Royal Brome Pavilion at Seattle Pacific University's campus right. and University of Washington's campus. You're going to separate you're the 3As and the 4As or the men's and the women's tournaments, and it, it's just not the same. So I love it being here in one place. Which is what they do in the, in the Yakima Valley Sun Dome. They have two courts going this weekend as well as the Spokane Arena. Those are the only places that you can do it. You can't do it at the new Climate Pledge. Nope. You can't do it at Angel of the Winds Arena in Everett. You can't put two floors in there. Unless you're going to do some remodeling, and I'm not sure you're going to want to do that. I don't know they want to do that. Here's a long inbound pass here for Auburn going down, laying up, and it is in for Tyrell Nichols. And a timeout called here by Auburn, and they are happy. And it's the biggest lead of the game for the Auburn Trojans. They're up by five at 46-41 with a minute nine to play in the game. And that was a really, really good play call by Ryan Hansen out of that timeout. They're in the backcourt. Yes, you see Arlington with a three-point deficit. They're going to press. They're going to be up in the grill. And that was a call in that very, very long time out that we were talking during that entire time. That was on the Leighton Martin foul. So all of a sudden you have him go out. You have a new player come in. There's another substitution by Auburn that you just have different people guarding different people now. All of a sudden there's a, a just a sliver of confusion is all you sometimes need. And right there, what a great play call. It looked like looked like Tyrone Nichols cut one step towards the hoop yep. and then backdoored, and they threw that ball 65 feet in the air over the top of the defense. He was able to score that lane. That's a huge five-point lead. Auburn taking this timeout right now. They're going to set their half-court defense, maybe put some ball pressure full court just to make them take time. Without Leighton Martin, it's going to be tough. Uh, but this is something that the Arlington Eagles are going to need. Five-point deficit with a minute nine left. And now who's your go-to guy? Leighton Martin's usually your go-to guy. It's got to be Zachman, right? Yeah, and I think it's got to be Rusko in the full court yep. to Zachman in the half court. Um, but we've seen a couple big buckets, a huge three by Jake Willis not too long ago. See if they can't create something, find something for those guys. 
just to clear things. It looks like Willis is going to be the primary ball handler. Probably looking for Rusco off a three or off a screen. Down to now a minute to play. Dribble drive going in. Rusco puts it up too hard. No good. High in the air. Lubin's Valson grabs the rebound for Auburn. Here come the Trojans out of backcourt. Will they try to foul here with 54 seconds to go? They will. They'll commit the foul. That will send Jalen Petty almost into the scores table here on our side. He's going to go to the free throw line. The foul is going to be called. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be on Failer. Jacoby Failer picks up his second personal foul. And they're in the double bonus, so two shots here. First one is good by Jalen Petty. Makes it six points. Next one can make it a three-possession lead. Tom, is this the largest lead for Auburn in this game? Is yes. that correct? Yep. Up by six, up by seven with the next one. That equals Arlington's biggest lead. So down by seven are the Eagles. They'll have to score quickly here as they bring it up. Swing it to the top of the key. That's Jake Willis, and here's a steal. It's going to be grabbed by Valson going in, right side going in. They did an alley-oop. They thought better of it. He kicks it back out. That's probably a smart play there. Why give them another chance to have the ball? As they'll go outside, they'll get it to Jalen Petty, and he'll get fouled. And I, I think that was one of those. I don't I don't think Lewin's Valson uh, was thinking quite about that. I, I just think the timing was off. Yeah. He's like, okay, now since we couldn't get the big, beautiful slam, now let's kick it out. But uh, but Cooler has prevailed right there. Um, unfortunately for the Arlington Eagles, it's looking like a really tough final 33 seconds. As now it looked like Petty drops that first free throw down. Yep. And now Nick Brown is going to put some uh, younger players in. I think he sees the writing on the wall. Uh, he might put some seniors in if this is the yeah. case. Yeah. Next free throw is going to be good. It's 50-41, nine-point lead for Auburn. Outside three ball by Zachman. That won't go. Rebound controlled by Auburn. Tyrell Nichols into front court to Petty, and a foul called. Meese and Rusko were there. They're going to get Rusko for the foul. Two shots coming up here for Jalen Petty. Yeah, thanks to everybody for listening tonight all over the world, all over the United States. Free throw, good. You know, Tom, this this isn't gonna this isn't gonna go in the Orange and Eagles' favor tonight. But the statement they put out here defensively, the statement they put here physically, uh, they're a smaller team, a little bit under under. Uh, they just don't look the same physical nature right. as this Auburn Trojans team. But, man, there is no quitting these Arlington Eagles. Outside three ball that won't go by Willis. Battle for the rebound won by Auburn. Down to 10 seconds to go, and that will be that. Arlington will not press it. And Valson will dribble it out. Down to three, down to two. He'll set the ball down by the center line, and that will be that. It will be the Auburn Trojans winning it 52 to 41 so a very very close ball game but in the end the auburn trojans get the win final score of 52 to 41 we'll come back we'll talk about this one and set you up for the next game coming up between the rainier beach vikings and the short crest scots as we continue live from the tacoma dome right here on krko justice is easy if you know what to do call 800-0842 the law offices of Russell and Hill are proud sponsors of the KRKO Prep Sports Student Athlete of the Month. These student athletes have demonstrated excellence on the field of play and in the classroom. Russell and Hill believes in being part of your community and salutes those who give the extra effort. Russell and Hill will fight for you. Call 800-LAW-0842. 
1-800-242-0842. Glass by Lund, serving the greater Puget Sound area since 1967 with quality work, exceptional service, and fair pricing. It's their honest reputation that has placed Glass by Lund among the top-rated glass companies in the area for quality based on customer satisfaction. So the next time you're in need of window repair or replacement, shower doors, mirrors, deck railings, residential or commercial, why not call the place that has glass in their name, Glass by Lund. To schedule your free estimate, go to glassbylund.com. Save our songbirds with Wild Birds Unlimited in Everett. Keep cats indoors, drink bird-friendly coffee, and reduce plastics to help our native bird populations. Bird watching is another basic way you can help save our songbirds. So turn to the staff at Wild Birds Unlimited to get you started on Evergreen Way or mywbu.com slash Everett. Working with your own two hands to keep the industries in the Pacific Northwest moving forward. It's possible at Everett Engineering. Machining and fabrication services to make new and replacement parts for all industries. Everett Engineering supports the people, keeps the Puget Sound area growing, and now we're growing too. If you've got experience as a manual machinist, CNC programmer, or you're just interested in starting a career, find employment opportunities and benefits at everettengineering.com. Equal opportunity employer. Again, everettengineering.com. For rewards that spend like cash, join the new Coastal Country Club. Coastal Farm and Ranch. We're just what the country needs. Buy stuff, earn points, and get rewards when you join the all-new and free Coastal Country Club Rewards Program. It's as easy as entering your phone number when you make a purchase in-store or do it online. Join today and start enjoying rewards that spend like cash, member-only coupons, and receipt-free returns. It's our way of saying thank you for shopping at Coastal. Join in-store or online at CoastalCountry.com forward slash club. You'll be glad you did. Reward dollars in the form of a Coastal credit redeemable for merchandise only. Coastal Country Club memberships available at Oregon, Washington, and California residents 18 years of age or older. See complete details in-store. Coastal Farm and Ranch. We're just what the country needs. Locally in Auburn, Monroe, Marysville, Mount Vernon, and Squim. This is the best of Snohomish County Prep Basketball on KRKO. Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. And we welcome you back here live to the Tacoma Dome, wrapping it up after watching the um, Arlington Eagles and the Auburn Trojans playing. And now with the win by Auburn, 52-41 over Arlington, the Trojans will advance and they will play Eastside Catholic tomorrow at 7-15 Thursday basketball. A whole day of basketball coming away from the Tacoma Dome tomorrow as well. And uh, Coach Joel Boyer, I thought you had an interesting comment while we were off the air there about Arlington at some point was the best team tonight yeah no, absolutely I, I feel like i feel like auburn the auburn trojans looking at them looking at their ability to move forward i, I would say they're the better team um clearly they won the game yes uh but i feel that arlington showed that well probably in the first half i mean it was 19 all at halftime but definitely that third quarter and i think maybe even for for three and a half quarters 
I think you could say that Arlington was the better team tonight. Unfortunately, when Leighton Mar picked up his fifth foul, that just really, um, of, all the, of all the players, and, and you love them all, and just the way they play and what they give to their team, I'd say he is the most important one to stay in the game. And unfortunately, when he picked up that fifth foul, <clears throat> I'm not even sure we'd have to go to Buddy Patrick and stats. I'm not sure that Arlington scored another point right. the rest of the game when Leighton Martin wasn't in there. So just a difficult thing for him, obviously difficult for the Arlington Eagles. But unfortunately for Ty Rusco and David Zachman, both seniors, that team comes back next year, Tom. And those are two losses. Right. Your best right. defensive on-ball guard. And your big man, who was your leading scorer this year, just a t- titch above uh, Leighton Martin, I know, in the scoring column. But those guys are difficult to replace, yes. But Nick Brown, I don't know if Arlington ever has a rebuild. It is only a reload, if anything at all. So uh, Arlington Eagles go down tonight, but the cupboard is full. Uh, they they are a fantastically coached. Such an incredible community that Arlington won that gathers behind them, rallies behind them. Um yeah, th- don't feel bad for the Eagles. They had an incredible season. Didn't get it done tonight, but uh, but still an incredible team. We're going to forego our usual player of the game interview post game as they're trying to get this uh, last game coming up, and we're going to bring it to you here between Shorecrest and Rainier Beach. So we are going to. Uh, and so, the, what we have one of the. Buddy Patrick. It's the Hall of Famer next to my left. Oh, the VA <laughs> guy. No. Okay, so uh, we're going to take a break, come back, take a look at the numbers of this one. Again, the final score, Auburn 52, Arlington 41. We'll take a look at the numbers, run through the scores of other ball games from earlier today and get you set for Shortcrest and Rainier Beach. Should be an interesting game coming up here on KRKO. As long as there have been kids in baseball, there has been... And for over 40 years, Glass by Lund has been there to pick up the pieces with high-quality service and installation. But Glass by Lund is much more than windows. Mirrors, shower doors, new screens, and tabletop glass are all done with a superior selection of the leading brands. For commercial or residential service in Snohomish County, stop by Glass by Lund showroom just south of Frontier Village in Lake Stevens or online at glassbylund.com. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. What do tractors, trailers, farm equipment, and semi-trucks all have in common? Well, they all help the economy. And many of the people who drive these big rigs also have something in common. They take their vehicles to the one place that can handle heavy equipment. Purcell Tires in Monroe. Tires, rotations, brakes, shocks, struts, and oil changes. Keeping drivers on the road since 1936. Highway 2 in Monroe. Take Frylands Boulevard to Tye Street. Purcell Tire and Service Center. We'll keep you moving. All the team members at Marysville Toyota would like to send their congratulations to tonight's KRKO Marysville Toyota Player of the Game. They're honored to support all student-athletes in Snohomish County in the classroom and on the field of play. Work hard, play hard, and strive for excellence in all that you do. Again, congratulations to our Player of the Game and to all the athletes from the entire team at Marysville Toyota. Thank you, and thank you for making us proud. Once again, the final score, the 
Auburn Trojans, the defending 3A state champions. They win at 52-41 over the Arlington Eagles. So Arlington now drops the game, and so they will end their season with a 19-6 record, their postseason record at 3-2 with this loss. Auburn improves to 20-6, and and they will play tomorrow against Eastside Catholic at 7-15 on a Thursday here in the Tacoma Dome. Let's take a look at the numbers of this one, and we go to Buddy Patrick. And we'll start with the Arlington Eagles for the team in this game. 15 for 49 from the field for 31%. From three-point range, 4 for 14, 29%. 5 for 6 from the free throw line for 83%. Individually leading the team, David Zachman with 17 points. 14 for Leighton Martin before he fouled out. And 5 points apiece for Ty Rusco and Jake Willis. So only four Arlington Eagles with uh, points in this ball game. 10 turnovers. For the Eagles, for the Auburn Trojans, 19 for 47 from the field, 40%, 1 for 11 from three-point range. And, uh, I mean, Steve Willis, that's 9% right there. And 15 for 21 from the free-throw line, 71%. 19 points for Lovin Bowson, 15 for Tyrell Nichols, 12 points for Jalen Petty. And in this fourth, in that fourth quarter, no turnovers. Only nine in the game, but no turnovers in that fourth quarter for the Auburn Trojans. Thanks very much, Buddy Patrick. And uh, Joel Boyer, anything else on the stat sheet that jumps out at you on this one? Uh, I think the one thing that jumps out is Arlington did get 52 shots up, but just shooting 31% in the game is just it's just tough. And, and that's not – we've seen Arlington be one of the better shooting teams this year that we have called, I, I'd say, along the way. And yet uh, that smothering Auburn defense just prevented from, from getting good looks they got a lot of looks, but I would say a lot of them, um, I don't know if they're forced, but just not good looks. So uh, props to the Auburn Trojans for forcing so many tough ones there. Um, just not enough going down for the Arlington Eagles tonight. And we will step out and come back and take a look at scores of other ball games to get you set for the Shortcrest Scots and the Rainier Beach of Vikings set to do battle here. The last game of the day here on the first day of the state tournament on this Wednesday in the Tacoma Dome. Again, the final score, it was Auburn over Arlington, 52-41. Come back and take a look at scores of other ballgames after this timeout. Have you been denied your Social Security benefits? That's what happens in more than half of all new claims. If you're not able to hold down a full-time job because of a physical or mental disability and have been denied your benefits, you need the experience of the law offices of Dale Wagner on your side. They understand the complexities of Social Security law and how to prepare the best case for you. And there's no cost until you get the benefits you deserve. Don't settle for less than what you deserve. Visit DaleWagnerLaw.com. That's DaleWagnerLaw.com. Show them you care no matter the reason. Give the gift of originality from the Crafty Bees. Make their house a home with gorgeous homemade decor, signs, clocks, shelves, and candles. Nurture body and mind with lotions, CBD products, even baked goods at the Crafty Bees. Send a thoughtful card, give a book from a local author, make friends with a cuddly critter, or find the perfect coffee cup. Locally made products from small businesses right here in the Pacific Northwest on Ferdale in Edmonds, inside the Everett Mall, and online at thecraftybees.com. 
the world's game, Snohomish County's team, your Snohomish County football club, bringing high-quality semi-pro soccer to your backyard. And the Steelheads have been at it since 2017, so they're an established club that's still growing. Get tickets and gear now at snocofc.com. Indoor and outdoor soccer, men's and women's clubs. Join the movement and support your team all year long. snocofc.com. Steelheads, set the hook. Websites are an extremely powerful business tool that you may not be using to your full potential. Hi, I'm Todd Hootery, owner of Inquisitech, a web design and search optimization agency in Snohomish. And here's a tip for you. A lot of people say, our business is word of mouth. However, what if you could also have a sales tool that worked for you 24-7 and brought in qualified leads? Search leads are often highly qualified leads because they are people looking for a business that can solve their problem right now. At Inquisitech, we can help you grow your business with a website that makes it easy for your customers to find and connect with you. Get a free website analysis at SnohomishWebDesign.com. Welcome back to the Tacoma Dome. Let's take a look at scores of other ball games involving our Snohomish County and local teams here in the T-Dome. And 4A boys, our only 4A team was the Mariner Marauder boys, and they lose it today to Gonzaga Prep final of 54-43. to So the Marauders are done after their one and done here in the Tacoma Dome. 3A boys. Earlier this afternoon, Montlake Terrace, they win it over North Thurston, 58-53. to So Montlake Terrace will take on number five, O'Day, tomorrow at 345. The Arlington Eagles, we just saw it. They lose it 52-41 to to the Auburn Trojans. So Arlington is done. And then the only, and then we've got Shortcrest and Rainier Beach coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Stanwood girls, they defeated the Linwood girls, 74-69. So Stanwood remains alive, and they will play tomorrow against number four, the Mead Panthers. That's a 9 a.m. game tomorrow here in the Tacoma Dome. The Everett Seagull girls on the 3A girls' side, they lose it by two today to Lincoln of Tacoma, 45-43. to So the Aves beats the Seagulls. And then the Meadowdale Mavericks, they win it today, 62-35 over the Bonnie Lake Panthers. Meadowdale will take on Arlington tomorrow at 2 o'clock here in the Tacoma Dome. You know, kind of flying under the radar all year has been the Meadowdale Mavericks. Yeah, they I, – I have yet to get to watch them live. I've gotten to see a little bit of game film on them, a little footage. They can play, and, and they have some scores that are just impressive. Um, seeing things live is always different than seeing it in film, um, but when they, look, when they look really quick on film – they generally tend to be quicker live. So I, I'm excited for that Meadowdale team. Excited to get to watch them play tomorrow. Um, seem like a special squad. And again, Meadowdale will take on the Arlington Eagles tomorrow afternoon at 2 o'clock here in the Tacoma Dome. The Arlington Eagles girls did not play today because with their win last week in the regionals, they advanced directly to the quarterfinals, and they're being a top eight seed as well. So, they, again, they play tomorrow at 2 o'clock in the afternoon uh some of the other games that happened just concurrently with the game we just got done with it was gonzaga prep defeated sumner 64 55 in 4a girls 2a girls tumwater beat enumclaw 36 to 29 in 1a boys the king's knights we talked to their head coach the other night on our prep sports weekly show kings defeated kingsway christian 72 to 49 and 2B girls, Adna defeated Raymond. Game just completed, 55-33. to And 1A boys, Moses Lake Christian, Covenant Christian, defeated South Christian Academy, 
254. We'll take a break, come back with tonight's opening tip-off and game action. Rainier Beach and Shortgrass coming up next right here on KRKO.